You know, the Indians used every part of the maze. Even the dead ends? Even the part with the Minotaur. Oh. Especially the Minotaur parts. <laughs> like that one episode of Batman. With the rock? Should we do... Um, Losers should we, ahead. Should we do a Batman the Animated Series podcast at some point? In like There's some meat on that bone. Actually, a whole DCAU actually could be a good podcast. In like 15 Even years I, after I, we're I, done with Star Trek? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's an, Actually, there's that a... could be a good replacement for uh, superhero time when we run out of shit to talk about. Because you just want to keep... Because you just want to keep doing two podcasts a week? Well, I don't want to leave out people that aren't interested in Star Trek, so... Why not? We're assholes. <laughs> but I need to feel superior to someone. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're on a Mac. You can't do that. How much of DCAU is available on, like, Netflix? Um, um, or anything? Much. It used to be a lot more. Justice League, basically. Um, yeah. Uh, Batman uh, and Superman are Amazon exclusives. Amazon uh, Prime, right? And, no. And I don't think Batman Beyond's up anywhere. See, that could be a problem with this concept, because, like, like, it's not just us, it's other people who would want to watch the stuff we're talking about specifically. Mm. Well, in regards to other people, fuck them, they should own it anyway. (laughs) I mean, that's valid. You you can buy a season of Batman the Mid-Series for, like, $13 at Walmart. Why would you not own this? They've bought fast food meals higher priced than that, because they're fat. Yeah, I mean, I own yes, all. I, I mean, I own all of them somewhere around here. Back where they were, they were putting out those big box sets of each series. You know, to piss off the maximum number of people, we should do a Teen Titans Go podcast. I don't think I could suffer through that. I'd have to watch Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans have... Go is superior to Teen Titans. Teen Titans Go is. I'm not going to say either way because I have not ever watched Teen Titans Go. I, I I can't stand to actually watch it, so and that's not even like a that's not not compared to like the previous show or anything. I just can't fucking stand. I mean, it. I think at this point I wouldn't even want to watch Teen Titans the original anymore yeah. either. No, so. I tried to watch the original Teen Titans, and it really kind of doesn't hold up. It does not. No, I I think Teen Titans probably was Parts. something where you had to just kind of be there to experience it as it was happening. I think I got tired of Teen Titans before it ended, so. Well, I mean, most people the, did. <laughs> well, the last season of Teen Titans was, you know, attacked on extra. It wasn't supposed to even be. Oh, and it shows. Yeah. <laughs> and let's not mention the trouble in Tokyo. Uh, right. And then on the other hand, there's Young Justice. <sighs> Young hey, Justice we might get a season three though, so that's okay. Uh, I liked Young Justice a lot when uh, it was me. on. Um, I've completely ceased to give a shit at this point. Was it, it I just kind of watched... shit itself in season two. I didn't even finish season two because, like, the thing came down that it was not being renewed or was actively canceled. I can't remember which way that went, but at that point, it was just like, you know, there's really no point in continuing to watch this, is there? Greg Weisman just needs. Well, like, it is up on Netflix now. Greg yeah. Weisman needs to like leave shows after the first season and let people, other people do it, so that way they can, you know, continue on. <laughs> well, season yeah, one of Young Justice had Wars problems too. Yeah. It did. Uh, the whole uh, "Hello, Megan" thing was extraordinarily irritating. Even with the justification they gave it later on, it really didn't make it less irritating. It was a bad idea. 
then in season two, they blew a huge chunk of their time on Jaime and the Super Friends. Season two's problem was that they didn't explain enough. Like uh, the new Guardian guy who was dating uh, Queen Bee or Yellow Bee or Bee Butt, whatever the fuck her name was. Bumblebee, yes. I spent about 30,000 episodes wondering, who the fuck is this guy? Is he a hero? Is he just hanging around? Oh, he's dressed as Guardian for some reason. Okay. Just bad storytelling. Bad. Right. Sit in the corner storytelling. Good cast, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it has Impulse and the Superior Robin. <laughs> Which is Robin with Doc Hawk inside his head. I was gonna. I was trying to put together a joke along that line. I just <laughs> it didn't quite fall into place fast enough. <laughs> no, no. Wouldn't Superior Robin be the one that has Joker inside his head from Batman Beyond? Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh God. Except that was very stupid and probably the worst thing in Batman Beyond, but, you know. Only because they only had, like, a, what, 70-minute movie to handle it in. The explanation was still stupid. (laughs) I put my brain in a microchip. Okay. And then I put it in him. Uh, right. (laughs) Intro quotes. (laughs) Okay. Uh... (laughs) No, I think if they could have taken that same plot point and um, farmed it out a little bit longer. It's not really more benefiting a season-long plot thread. Not a season-long plot thread, but just more than, like, two or three episodes worth. It It needed more time to actually do anything meaningful. And honestly, like, it would have been better if some way they could have had that be present day stuff, not Batman Beyond stuff. It's The story would have worked all around better as a regular present day Batman story. Mm-hmm. Terry was just kind of I'm here too, guys. <laughs> yeah, it, it, felt like, it felt like it's like, well, we want to do this, but we don't, we can't really do stories back then anymore before Justice League came along. They're like, well, we can do this. <laughs> Just kind of tack carry on at the beginning and end. Yeah, honestly, I the last time I watched Batman Beyond, a lot of that didn't feel like it held up either. I think it does, but it's it's it's, it's going better for, than some other DC animated shows. It's going for something very different. The Shriek episode holds up really well. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Also, Terry's friend dates a robot. I <laughs> love that episode title I think like what Batman Beyond did best was the really fucked up concepts mm-hmm. uh, like Earth Mover yeah where dude was literally just turned into a pile of living dirt uh, and their Fantastic Four ripoff the terrific trio yeah, yeah. them like that kind of stuff was... this morning, but I remember that name. They all died at the end of the episode. Horribly, yes. Yes. Like brutally in a couple of cases. Well, like um, 
there, Mr. Fantastic got sucked up into a vent and implied to be chopped up by a fan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that, you know, that's Saturday morning cartoons at that point. Boost up for Buster. Kettle! This is Superhero Time. With XV. No, no, no one. Hey, Mickey. Plink, 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 plink. Paladin. <laughs> Ken. Choo-choo. And Fort Max. Gong, gong. I don't even know what's going on anymore. It's okay, Paladin. You know, everyone has It's to... been six years. Figure it out. Oh God! I was just I was just reminded of like oh this is the 40th uh, Sentai. I started when they were partway through the 30. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is I can't even remember what my first episode was. Of Sentai? Oh uh, no! Of this show. <laughs> what was your first episode of Sentai, Ken? Um. Okay, you can't remember that either. No, no, no. I actually do remember that. That was a uh, uh, Ginga Man versus Mega Ranger. That's not an episode. That's a movie. Okay, uh, first episode, go go five. Then I'm sorry. Hey, stuck with it. It might have been. No, go on to episode one. I start at the top, and well, <laughs> oh, how you fall! <laughs> I mean, no, we still had Go Busters after that. Oh yeah, and Tokyo Jer. Yeah. Well, I mean, half of Tokyo. Forze. Two thirds. Mickey didn't Forze like Forze on the first time. And Mickey oh, didn't oh, like Forze on the first viewing either, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have corrected, though. I was just talking about general shows. I don't know. I specifically asked you what your first Sentai episode was. Uh, well, uh, but here, I don't know. I can't remember. I was trying for the life of me. Like, the first, th- the first thing I vividly remember is um, uh, Movie War Core. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that couldn't be your first appearance. No, it, it was. It wasn't because Wingus was also here. But um, I don't remember what my first appearance was. Did so. we have Wingus on twice? Yeah, he's been on twice. I can't remember Wingus would. I can't imagine Wingus would have come back after. Well, no, after the second time had... was after we ruined Eternal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. That. Yeah, he wouldn't have come back after that, would he? She. Pardon? She. Oh, okay. Okay. I haven't talked to Wingus in probably since the last time Wingus was on the show, so I have no idea. I wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Because Wingus doesn't tweet anymore. Yeah, basically. Uh, Also, you ruined Eternal for her. (laughs) (laughs) Now, look... I would call That's ruining eternal joke. ruining eternal for anyone is a like a, the greatest favor I can do. Yeah, he it's really just improving someone's tastes. Yes, and XP does not do favors very often. Right, it's like when someone tells you their favorite Star Wars movie is Episode Two, and you have to correct them so they're not an embarrassment to the human race anymore. <laughs> and so, you know, of course, you can replace that with you know any prequel, but right, <laughs> Episode Two specifically is like the worst possible one to choose. Worse than Clone Wars. Yes, because half of Clone Wars is watchable. The movie or the show? Yes. The show. Okay. Basically, anything in Clone Wars without any of the main cast from the movies in it is great. <laughs> hey, no, actually, 
actually, you know, some, there are some times in the, the show where it's like, they are honestly a lot better than they were in the movies, to the point where I just wish they, I could like them until they replaced them. And then you have episodes about school lunches. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I like Rebels, though. <clears throat> Never watched an episode of Rebels. Me either. Um, well, Greg Wiseman left it after the first season, so that means it actually gets a third. <laughs> <laughs> That's disappointing. It's not to see if Greg Wiseman could kill Star Wars. <laughs> that would be impressive, wouldn't it? <laughs> what should we attach Greg Wiseman to that we don't want to see any more of? E-Man? Oh, wait. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh? Transformers live action? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Although, the downside of that is he'd make it good right before it ended forever. I don't know. I mean... When he tears off someone's face. <laughs> the Optimus would be Shakespeare. What we need is a, what we need is a Transformers uh, live-action movie. Movies? What we need is a Transformers yeah. live-action movie where Optimus Prime becomes General Chang from the Undiscovered Country. <laughs> Because that would just kind of all wrap it back around. Current movie Optimus is more of a Cardassian, isn't he? Um, it's completely cold and heartless. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I can kind of see it. It strikes me as a little inaccurate, but I don't think you'd get a closer match than that. Maybe a Nausicaan? I maybe, but Cardassians tend to chew a bit more scenery than. Uh... Yeah. Then then Peter Cullen. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know about that. There there is some some theater to a Cardassian. Optimus yeah. Prime is kind of, you know, just a little straightforward. He is too overly serious. That's true that there's no mirth in his evil. <laughs> <laughs> it just is. <laughs> yeah, you need that evil mirth. Like, if you could get an Optimus Prime that was basically Garrick. God. I mean, that would kind of be your ideal situation, I think. Well, I'm no spy. I'm just a plain, simple tractor trailer. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's an intro quote. <laughs> For the other show, probably. <laughs> I mix and match all the time. It doesn't really matter. Nothing matters. So, um, while we've been having the false start with the show this week, I've been looking through the archives trying to figure out what Ken's first episode of the podcast was. I apparently found the second one, which was in May of 2011, but I can't find anything dated earlier than that. That sounds roughly about right, because you're... Wow. We're far into Gokaiger, but I was I was only on off and on at that point. I was only 32 then. I wasn't even as old as Jesus when he died when Ken joined the show. <laughs> yeah, it's just the May 10th episode, which is the earliest reference I can find to you, uh, says that you have returned to fill in for Mickey in the <laughs> show notes. Oh, boy. Um, so, there's. I may not have even made a note in the... Probably not. It wasn't worth recording. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently it was only worth recording that Mickey wasn't here. Because, <laughs> you know, I figured somebody might want to skip the show that week just because. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Word of warning, oh. less Mickey, more Ken. <laughs> <laughs> it really, who could blame anybody at that point? Certainly so it's going to be a long episode this week. <laughs> you mean this week? If we ever get started, maybe. I thought Fort Max was referencing that if there was more Ken, it would be an even longer episode. Yeah, what with his early summaries. Right? Uh, yes. When we specifically had the bumper based on that, just watch the shows, it's faster. (laughs) (sighs) Good times. But yes, I guess we can probably assume your first episode was somewhere like April April? or so. Yeah. Sounds about right. I think that's, yeah, sounds about right. I think it actually might have been one of the um, Shinkinger episodes of Gokaiger, but I'm not certain. You know, that actually may well be the truth. I may have actually picked you for that specifically because you were big into Shinkinger. Right. <laughs> that would actually kind of make sense. And the Shinkinger episode was, what, 7 or 8, I think? Uh, 10 and 11? Or 11 and 12? Because there was two of them. Okay. Something like that. So, yeah, around about a couple months off from being here for five years. <laughs> Swell. And in all that time, you've learned a little brevity. Little. Very little. <laughs> now it's just fighting, you know, fighting for um, <laughs> getting derailed. <laughs> well, that's nothing new. No. So, Paladin, do you want to actually get into the news now? Oh, have, all we, start- right. have we started now? Yes. Oh, By God. default. Okay. <laughs> okay, so starting off this week, here's full images from Zoologer's second quarter catalog. Here's the next four cubes. Mogara, Kuma, Wolf, and Crocodile. Mogara? Mole. The mole. Oh. And they combine to form Wild Duo King. Oh, cool. The mole is a drill. <laughs> of course it is. What else would it be? <laughs> but seeing how the they use the giraffe, that's going to be fun. Um, oh, I'm some... Mm-hmm. Not bad. Mm. wonder what the... Uh... All the main zords have numbers, but all the accessory zords have exclamation points. That's because it's a surprise when you jump up and hit them with your fist. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. But yeah, then there's that upgrade form. Which is amazing. Wild Duo King. How are they going to make this work as a suit? I can't wait. (laughs) Well, to be honest, just the the top's going to be slimmed. Uh huh. Significantly. It's probably going to look much better in candy toy form. So, what does it? So probably Fair. it's not even going to be that different proportion wise. It's just like the arms are going to be bigger relative to the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Also, the legs won't be quite so tall. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it looks awesome. It looks great. It looks astoundingly awful. I love it so much. <laughs> I want to. I want to get it pregnant. <laughs> also, uh, with the what the. Uh, Eagle Cube. Uh, that is—that's the right arm that it's you that it has there. 
on the left. <laughs> huh. Huh, so it is. That's a thumb on the outside. That's, um, interesting. It's even better! <laughs> I wonder if they just have it transformed wrong. It could oh, be, because, like... The other arm is right above it. <laughs> on the other hand, it, it obviously transforms differently for this form as opposed to Zhuo King, so... Maybe not. Hmm. No, the, the arm is right... The other arm is right above it it's you know it might be that um uh gorilla over there can't have the arm on the top side of the block hmm. so they're just accepting that the wrong arm has to be on eagle so that they match would it make more sense if the, the arm sides were switched so the arms were next to the torso instead of far away from it the thumb would still be on the outside though wouldn't it no i meant as far as placement of where the arms are like the shoulders up... And, it, of course, can it even do that is the question. Probably yeah. not, but I'm just wondering, just hypothetically, would it look better if the arms were next to the body? No, I think then it would then it would just be all kind of squished up against it. Daruk, I mean, I'm wondering how, if this is going <laughs> oh. to do any better than uh, uh, Ninja's toy line. It, hopefully. Cause... Because Ninja's toy line is, got, had the worst Sentai toy line performance since Time Ranger. Well, it's already doing better than Ninja's Toy Line because I want to buy these. Yeah. But have you bought them? Well, not yet. I just decided that today. <laughs> Based on this, you gonna you gonna roll the you gonna roll the dice on uh, Bandai not bringing this one over? Although, I would think that's a safe bet right now. I mean, I, even I, if I they I did, think, it'd be completely different. Yeah, I don't think I don't think this style would work at all. Well, no, this there's no way to Zord Builder this stuff. No. Yeah, that's really the key is you can't Zord Builder it. Plus, like, they call it like Power Rangers Minecraft Storm. <laughs> no, because by 2018 or whenever this would get ported over, like Minecraft will probably be long dead. It hasn't no, I, died I, yet. I feel like people have said that about Minecraft for years, and, yeah. and yet it never gets anywhere close to that. So I don't think that's happening. <laughs> Ah, but uh, it wasn't owned by Microsoft before. Valid, but... But it's been owned by Microsoft for quite a while now, and it hasn't really slowed down. Also, I understand yeah. they're bringing Greg Wiseman onto it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's okay, because it's well past season two at this point. <laughs> and uh, on the other side of the coin for second quarter merchandise, there's Zero the World here. <laughs> uh, be... Uh. Take a look at Zuo the Light and Zuo the Gunrod. I love these names. Um, that sure is, that sure is a rod. Intro quote. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, wow. You know they've had a lot of phallic sentai weapons, but that's a penis. <laughs> Intro quote. <laughs> It's a Ken Goldmine tonight. <laughs> Look, we know you want to give uh, multiple man, multiple men your Vulcan stick. So uh, I'm gonna accept that as an intro quote. I might, um, I might take some of the redundancy out of that one, but it's a uh, good, good sentiment at least. Okay, so the gun rod is clearly the penis, and I'm guessing the light is the flashlight that it slides into as a holster. Right. Uh huh. Wait, does it actually? 
I don't think so. Oh, damn. That's a, that's a shame. If you push hard enough, you'll wiggle it inside. Because, yes, that, that, that was the next comment. Uh, wow, I can't wait to see him in the show. Uh, I would recommend for Ken, if he tries that, though, uh, some oil. <laughs> of course you would. Unless it's latex, you need to use water-based oil. What if you can use, like, silicone-based oil with latex? Do you get, like, silicone-based oil from squeezing fake boobs? Is like that, that what they milk, <laughs> silicone oil? What you want is the cold-pressed silicone oil. Oh. So not, wonder... not, the, not the chemically extracted silicone oil. That's lower so, quality. So I kind of wonder when the world's going to be coming in, if he's going to be, you know, more timed around, say, Tokyo number 6 or a little bit earlier. Well, the rumors state right now somewhere in the teens, so probably Tokyo 6-ish. Okay. Which isn't a bad thing, really. I, I, I tend to prefer that because it gives the core 5 team you know, time to... The only reason to bring a 6 in early is because your main cast is shit. Uh, so Ninjur, Kyoryujur... Yeah. Although Kyoryujur had the excuse of going through 10 Rangers, so I guess I can kind of forgive them on that one. Maybe so, but most also, of those their main and, cast was kind of shit. Most well, of those, also, most of well, those and, ten didn't appear for more than well, a few and, episodes each. Except, you know, Kirijer also did really, 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 really well. So that might not also be the case in that one. No, I can still say I don't like the cast that much. No, no, no. I understand that. I'm just talking about from their perspective. Mm. It sold really well. Yes. Well, like, dinosaurs. Yes, kids love dinosaurs. I wonder how Dino Charges toy sales have been doing. Boys love ribbon candy. <laughs> Let's see. Also coming in the second quarter is Ghost's next form. Oh. The Grateful Damashi. Will he will he use it literally all the time and never see his um, base form again? And wow, that looks like a regular old – that looks like a regular-ass Kamen Rider there. My understanding that is, is that – That is nonsense. But my understanding is the uh, final form doesn't even use that thing. Right. The final form goes back to the original Ghost Driver. He looks absolutely nothing like the other Ghost, ghost Riders. Like literally nothing <laughs> like it. Well, yeah, it's fire it, covered in chains. Damn it! I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, and he's he not has, a floating ball of energy. And, I mean, he has the. I mean, he had. Oh God! <laughs> now that's writer, not rider, Portman. Yeah, this is some kind of Korean knockoff of O's. <laughs> I mean, it has like the stripes and stuff, but that's it's a about little bit it. Ryukendo, actually. <laughs> Ryukendos. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I see. I see what he's talking about. Like the hair being Yu-Gi-Oh as hell, though. <laughs> I mean, not the hair, but it looks like he had the hair. Uh, I don't know about this, I, and I still like. I know. I still like marginally like Ghost, but it's like I don't know about that. That, that that's not quite as bad as Formula. But no, right. but I mean that's a oh, hard bar faint there. praise. It's not good. <laughs> That's it a hard sure mark to match right there. It is sure as hell not the, uh, what was it? Kachidoki. Uh, no, no. No. A few things are. <laughs> Kachidoki was, like, such a great natural evolution of the design style. It uh -huh. fit right in. 
and this just goes off in some other direction entirely. It doesn't like, even have a hoodie. Like, and again, I know I just ragged on Formula, but at least it was still kind of within the same yeah. ballpark. It was, it was a car. Yeah. It was a car. Even if it was shit, but it was a car. Uh-huh. This is... Well uh, I, 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 damn. In what way does this form remind you of a ghost? In what, in what, in what way does this form Remind fit? you of Ghost, Spectre, or Necrom? Yeah, all. in what way does this fit with the aesthetic of the show? Yeah, yeah it looks like it walked on from another program. Yeah, yeah Ryukendo. But... <laughs> or, or just another writer show in general. It looks like a generic writer, basically. No, actually, it's worse than that. It looks like um, um, a movie original writer. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, looking at this more, what this really reminds me of is um, Aqua. Oh, for, is that one where Forza threw his bone in No, no, that, that was the movie before that. The one that was oh. actually good. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mega, it was, it was Mega Max when it had Aqua, you know, when it actually gave O's a good ending. Where it had uh, <laughs> old, old man Kogami in the uh, sequin uh, suit. <laughs> I wish I remembered that. It, it, it was the movie. It was the movie with Nadishko. Didn't it was, the... It, it was the movie that had freaking double return. Well, I remember the double returning part. Oh God. Okay. So, um, <laughs> no, for um, Gintaro throws a driver in lava. They kind of uh, skipped that having an exclusive writer for that in order to remake the Ishinomori suit, right? Yeah, that's right. In Azuman, um, it, it, just remember the Gintaro throws his driver in the lava was also a wizard movie, so I can see. Why ah, yes, it. and somehow the wizard no portion anywhere in sight. Somehow, <laughs> the, somehow the wizard portion was actually the best part of that movie. Just like the wizard guy movie. <laughs> I didn't watch that. I knew better by then. You, you, you are a much wiser individual than me. Damn straight, or, boy. Or at least you know have less hate for himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but damn, yeah, I. Mm. Uh huh. Ghost is a weird show. Yeah. And another toy news: complete selection modification Fies gear. Off the low, low price of one car payment. <laughs> well, how be, much is? To be fair, it's a lot of gear. Exa- wait, wait. How much is it exactly? Thirty thousand yen. Oh yeah, that is a car payment. <laughs> which, which luckily I don't have to deal with anymore. Well, how responsible uh, do you want to feel this month, Ken? Uh, well, well, he probably feels I pretty do... responsible since he's paid off his car. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> well, but you could buy this and feel completely irresponsible. I feel responsible enough. Okay, so the question really is like. I don't, but I, I don't like fights nearly enough to do that. The question, the question with this really is though, like if you could track down a full set of original deluxe fights gear, how much would that cost all together? Because I gotta <laughs> think that's kind of gonna be about the same. But if you could buy it separately for roughly the same cost, that might be easier to swing on a budget. Of say you've got so much expendiary cash per month. Potentially <laughs> so, although I think people can get like a fairly large expense for the belt to start with and then, you know, somewhat smaller expenses for all the extra add ons you have to put on top this, of that. Is this, is this a pre order page that does not even show the toy? Yes. That wow. but they did the same thing with the uh DN driver. Pre orders aren't even right. open yet. Oh, oh, they open on four. But, you know, really, you can have just as much fun uh, as the Fize Care by just downloading a Fize Soundboard app for your phone yeah. and just uh, gluing it to your belt buckle. <laughs> um, you can do much the same thing with Ryuki, by the way. 
Yeah, but nobody has any fun with Ryuki, so... <laughs> Ryuki doesn't have fun with Ryuki. <laughs> Actually, for Ryuki, you would need um, two phones with two different soundboards. One to be the deck on the belt, and another one that you strap to your wrist. So at that point, you might as well buy a Ryuki driver. <laughs> I should need a whole stack of phones inside your belt so you can pull them out. <laughs> So we're we're basically going for Star Trek technology here. We need a separate pad for each document. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I was watching um, that episode uh, from the episode with Pegasus. Actually, that was the title, wasn't it? Pegasus. Um, you know, the other side of the Enterprise finale. And in the one scene where Picard's eating dinner, he has a pad propped up against his bowl because they apparently haven't uh, developed the iPad stand technology in the 24th century. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is kind of old. That's why Picard uses multiple iPads to look at multiple documents because he doesn't know how to multitask. <laughs> how to swap between screens on one pad. Well, that's why, like, when you see people, um, you know, coming on the ship for the first time or whatever, they're carrying one of those uh, armored briefcases. It's just full of all their pads. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! Like, no, Wesley walks into the captain's room. He starts gritting his teeth and like putting claw marks in the chairs. <laughs> like nobody needs to pack clothes or anything anymore because they have replicators. They can just you know replicate a new suit whenever they need it. But they need to carry all those pads around with them wherever they go. <laughs> that seems like most inefficient shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Ken, think of all that wasted space that you use up with your clothing when you travel. That could be full of yeah, iPads. You never wear your clothing when you get to where you're going anyway. Right. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I think we have different travel experiences. Oh, I just figured if you're a fucking multiple man. <laughs> uh, actually, in this case, isn't it fucking multiple pads? But that's on Toast. Which is not happening this week, so we had to get some in here. But um, yes, for more for more brilliantly insightful commentary on Star Trek, watch that one episode of Star Trek most weeks after this show. It has Scott, who's not here tonight. Which is sad. Yeah, a little bit. Um, His suffering so... would have been very enjoyable. Oh wait, never mind. Here's the here's the vice gear. What? What? Oh. Paladin, shouldn't you have known about this? It's Fies. Why would I? <laughs> because the Fies uh, ear is awesome. The Fies ear is only, it's the only good thing about Fies. Yeah, well, uh, that, the that and the opening song. Well, I Fies driver count, sounds like sex. I kind of count the I kind of count the suits in with that because they make the suits. So. <clears throat> now screw the suits. The suits are the requested content cannot be loaded. Please try later. Paladin, fix this damn site. <laughs> Paladin, these images won't load. Loaded for me. Huh. Maybe it's just your cow. But I'm still here. Maybe your cow's only half not. trying. Oh. Or half not trying. You know. Maybe it's undercooked. I guess, you know, partly cloudy, mostly mostly sunny, whichever way you want to look at it. Now, look, Paladin, you don't want a well-done cow. That's just leather. Literally. Or one of Ben's hamburgers. I'm okay with well-done hamburgers unless you're grinding the beef yourself. Because... The metaphor? I mean, it could be, but like, okay, so, you know, you take a whole cut of meat, 
the inside is pretty much sealed off from the outside. Like, stuff on the outside can't really get down into the middle of it. So when you when you sear it on the outside, it's fine. Right. With that ground meat, like, there's no telling how many times that's set out on a counter and then been kneaded around and the inside's the outside. It's just... So, yeah, unless you're, like, running a meat grinder at home, which, yes, Mickey, that can be a metaphor if you want it to be. Um, I do. Although, in this case, I think uh, the metaphor sausage press would be a lot more applicable. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're fresh grinding your own meat at home, I will take a uh, a medium-rare hamburger. Otherwise, no, I, I want that cooked in the middle. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just common sense. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, yeah, that sure is some Fize gear, isn't it? Yeah, what all does the Fize gear come with? I mean, the belt, the phone, the camera. The uh, laser pointer the size of a flashlight. Damn. <laughs> it's just so great how all Fize's stuff is so dated looking now. I know, it's <laughs> based off, you know modern technology. And... Well, like, if Fize was made today, all the stuff that was all that gear hanging off the belt would just be in the phone. Just the one phone. <laughs> like, literally, all of it would just be the phone. Well, yeah. except for the laser. I mean... It'd be a stylus. No, they can put a laser in a phone. No, no, My the, phone's the, got an infrared signal. That's basically a laser. Yeah. You can make that a stylus if you want to. Yeah, you could do that, too. Um, I mean, you could eat... You could kind of change the the purpose of it a little bit too, and just make it the light on the phone that the phone would have anyway for its camera. Yeah, pretty much the only thing, <laughs> the only fight, the only part of Fi's gear that would that isn't incredibly dated is the sword. Swords are kind of dated, though. You don't see a lot of people using them nowadays. Yeah, but swords are awesome. Well, but I mean, it's a uh, bike handle. Yeah, yeah. So it was ripping off Kuga. No, he t- he turned the bike handle key into a sword. Right, so the bike handle was a sword. This then... one, the bike handle is actually designed as oh, a sword. Oh god, where where where, where does the sound come from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I never had five gears. So I'm not sure which end the sound of the sword comes out of. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is like G three literally had like a you know a beating stick made from the handle of his bike. Oh my! Is this another metaphor? It is now. I think it's always a metaphor. Is it a yellow four? Yellow, yellow four. <laughs> Yellow four, the man. <laughs> how, how, how did we not make that joke before? Because you're not as clever as I am, Ken. How did you not make quote. that joke before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Soul. that he hasn't. <sighs> so anyway. Yes. Anything he... else to news? Uh, there's a trailer online for a for the anime sequel to Garo Seal of Flames called Divine Flame. Uh, actually, that's a movie. <laughs> it's not right, a sequel movie. Sorry. Yeah, sequel movie. So that's that's the Garo also, movie for the year. I guess it did well. Also, Funimation will be releasing their English dub of Seal of Flames next month. 
Okay. That's, having, just having something English dubbed of Garo is weird. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's <laughs> that's a step removed from Garo airing on Toonami. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible. Four Toonami Kids presents Garo. Well, no, Toonami actually airs a lot of stuff nowadays, so... Um, they're starting... Watch him send all the horrors to the Shadow Realm. Toonami's starting, um... <laughs> Toonami's starting Dimension W... Which Not I think is co-produced by Funimation or something. Like, they, they have some stake in it. I don't know, but, like, you know, they're releasing the dub with the show only half done in Japan, so... Yeah, I mean, and Funimation actually does that a lot nowadays. Yeah, although it doesn't always end up on Toonami. They did Space Dandy. Yeah, well, I mean, th- yeah, that was that was a special case. They were airing the dub before it aired in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Neat Space trick, Bandy? That. Space Dandy. Oh. That's not as fun. Because Bambi in space would be awesome. <laughs> Isn't that basically Yellow 4? <laughs> no, the, the deer. Bambi and Thumper. Uh, didn't Bambi's mom get Yellow 4 She did. Huh. And so also guess... the... What? The... The name of the sequel to Zero uh, Black Blood has been announced. It'll be called Zero Dragon Blood. Well, so basically, the recurring theme here is blood. In Garo, yeah. I never would have thought. Of. <laughs> well, it's just been like blacker blood, and then blackest blood. Now DC probably has that trademark. Somewhat black blood. <laughs> Purple. Very very dark gray blood. And the Zero prequel would just be you know red blood. Because it hasn't had time to turn <laughs> black yet. And that's probably all the news we care about and a touch extra. Yeah, because we talked at length about Ghost. <laughs> and Fies. <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're heading on the wrong path and we're spending a lot of time talking about Fies. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I guess dinosaurs. Power Kids love dinosaurs. They love them. Oh, they really love them in Japan. Who doesn't love dinosaurs? Trains, that's who. What? Because of the Tokyo Kyoryu movie. They seem to get along okay. Maybe in your head, Canon. <laughs> <laughs> Most of what I remember about that is just how pleased we were when the Kyoryujers were all badly injured. <laughs> God, that felt like such a long movie. And when Ian was hitting on the Tokyujers. Uh. Uh. And then I remember my disappointment when they didn't trade power-ups. Despite how easy that would have been. Costuming-wise, I mean. Yeah. Kiryu uh, always finds a way to disappoint people. So anyway, Ken... Ken... Oil? Yeah, oil your chair, Ken. I can hear it. Ken is the noisiest house. Yeah, if it's not the chair, it's the fan. If it's not the fan, it's the pork rinds. If it's not the pork rinds, it's Ken. 
That's why okay, Ken so needs. That's why Ken needs oil. So I guess I'm stuck doing. And how much oil is in pork rinds? I guess I'm stuck doing data charge. Okay. Not enough. <laughs> yeah, the problem is that when they take the pork rinds out of the fryer, they drain the oil away. What they need to do is leave them in the oil and oh. like sell the pork rinds in a jar instead of a bag. Oh. <laughs> God, pork rinds are disgusting. <laughs> and why do you eat them? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't have enough oil. <laughs> oh. So, dino charge? Eventually. No. <laughs> I also like, too, how when I was trying to call on Ken to do the summary, he just was not saying a word. But he won't like escape that. Work. He won't escape that easily. <laughs> We can see you sitting right there, Ken. We can hear you sitting right there, Ken. Your chair we can see kinda, you, too. Your chair kind of gives it away. Next time I remember to mute the microphone. <laughs> Ken, we can hear you. Your webcam still showing us everything. We can hear you on mute, Ken. I have a webcam. Oh, so you think. <laughs> well, unless you've, like, changed computers since uh, a couple years ago, you do because you've been on video with us before. I had to pull out a laptop from the uh, closet that I don't ever use. Well, that's what you say now. So that was data charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it was. I'm never going to get a chance to get started. I think it was dogpiling <laughs> on Ken for this week. We may that's have very a very unsafe behavior. We may have a sequel later on, so stay tuned. Oh God. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, Ken, if you would be on the Star Trek podcast sometimes, we would get this spread out more, so we wouldn't have to lump it all on you at once. Your mom spreads out more. She also lumps it all on at once. The bad thing is, I could I could almost be on uh, if you were doing it's not a could because I don't I don't open tomorrow, but alas. And it would have been animated series episodes too. Alas, cruel fate. Oh, thank God. <laughs> never mind. You don't like the animated series? I've watched enough of the animated series to know I don't need to see any more of the animated series. Ken only likes to watch Voyager and Enterprise episodes. Oh, no, right. no, 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 no. Well, no. too bad, Ken. I was going to invite you on when we do the Deep Space Nine baseball episode at some point in the future, but I guess not. Ah! <laughs> no, that would I, that I, that I would do somehow. No, no. I mean, I I think you maxed out the audio levels there. <laughs> yeah, I think you were clipping on that one. Good. <laughs> Um. So, Dino Charge? I'm trying. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't seem to quite get there when I talked about earlier about being derailed. Um, you shouldn't have put the idea there. Hey, so, on this week, uh, this weekend, Chase is an asshole. Uh, uh, you want to rephrase that? <laughs> what? This week on Chase's asshole? This week on Chase is an asshole. That's not what you said, Ken. Yes, it was. I thought you said this week in Chase's asshole. Right. Uh, well, the episode honestly spends a lot of time there, so you know. <laughs> like, I'm not so, saying it was a very black place. So we have everybody, you know, milling about the, the power chamber. Um, Kendall's trying to, I guess she wasn't in one scene with somebody, uh, trying to get Shelby not to electrocute yourself. And uh, Ivan is taking a look at um, Riley's magic telescope. 
and sees Coda. <laughs> well, um, so... Yeah, no, but the whole point of the scene is, like, he believes the telescope is sorcery. Uh-huh. And to be fair, if they can see the stars outside through the, you know, stone ceiling, it probably is sorcery. <laughs> um, so, yeah... Uh, Chase, meanwhile, is busy polishing his trophies. That is not that is not a well. It might be. <laughs> no, the hell it ain't. <laughs> uh, because he wants to show off to a new girl, and they go, they go off through a series of Chase's romantic mishaps, such as when he, you know, yeah, trophies are the, yeah they are in, trying George. to do a push-up contest, <laughs> and um, well, lost. he lost. Thank you, Coda. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so everybody gives him shit, especially Ivan. <laughs> God bless Ivan. <laughs> um, well, meanwhile, um, the Epcot Center ball lands in a forest. Yeah, what's the deal with that? <laughs> and Was well, there not any a... other clip art they could have found... <laughs> it outwalks a new villain, Singe, who I actually find rather entertaining. He's made of candles. Yes, and he, he's kind of awesome. I love the, I love his dialogue, and he's like, um, uh, because when Fury gets in his face, like, what do you, why do you think you can get an inner gem? I travel around in a burning asteroid, and that's just his, that's his entire retort. And he's right. I'm like, like, well, yes, factually, he's correct. He did travel there. You're not there wrong. And... I just don't understand your point. Right. <laughs> exactly. The answer is yes. I mean, I think it's a better point that Fury's been there for billions of years and still hasn't succeeded. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he, he th- isn't that later in the episode? He's like, you've I don't been know. doing this 65 million years and you never got one and just Fury's just as... Furious? Well... He doesn't really have much of a good retort for that. <laughs> it's hard to retort the truth. Yeah. I just love how they lampshade it, though, because it's true. <laughs> yes, Fury is alarmingly ineffective. But it feels like in another show, that would not, you know, ever be brought up. No, but I think in another show, we wouldn't also get the montage of Chase's failed dates. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, Chase is uh, busy skateboarding for an hour. And tanking. In front of this girl. An hour. Mm-hmm. She's stuck around. Mm-hmm. That's, well, that's... she has manners. Yes, unlike Chase. <laughs> yeah, should we talk about... Now watch this. Uh-huh. What? What, Fort Max? I think somebody cut out there. That, well, and I'm just, uh, when the girl I asked if could talk about something, it's like, he's just like, now watch this. Yep. Um, but as soon as he tries actually talking to her, she's like, oh, look at the time. Uh, doesn't have a watch on. Um, I have something I need to do. Bye. <laughs> I, I wit. The one problem I have with that scene is they have Chase ask, but go 
point out that she doesn't have a watch on. Right, and he wouldn't pay enough attention to her to realize she's not wearing a watch. Meanwhile, um, Tyler uh, gets a letter with a plot in it. You mean excuse to get Tyler away from the Sentai footage? I mean, you're not wrong. I don't think either of us are wrong. <laughs> no, it's a leftover uh, letter from VR Troopers, <laughs> so we can go search for his dad and get away from the uh, stock footage. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god! It's the exact same setup. <laughs> oh my god! He is the, two- the 2010's Ryan Steele. <laughs> he just has more personality. Yeah. He has a personality. Well, yes. Uh, but he didn't, he didn't get too... No, no, Ryan Steele had a personality. It was called Leader. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's basically Troy from Megaforce. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, see... except uh, Ryan Steele could show emotion. It's true. Yeah, I mean, they even made a plot point of that in Megaforce, because do you see any tears? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, back to a better Power Rangers show. Uh, Tyler does not escape the Sentai footage for long because it explodes in a uh, short distance from him. So he transforms, and he and Chase are actually right there at the same time. <laughs> Did Chase just transform in front of a skate park full of people? Shh. <laughs> uh, he probably it's stood. Be- he probably stood behind a tree. It's fine. Well, he didn't, but yeah. Well, he he jumped in the air, so it's good. Yeah, nobody can see you when you're in the air. Flipping and... That's how stealth planes work. Uh-huh. If you're in the air, you're invisible. This is science. Yes, this is <laughs> science. So, um, anyhow, Fury is busy uh, decimating the freaking city. Um, like, you know, half of it's on fire. Uh, but he's like, nah, you're not fighting me, you're fighting him. And Singe appears to then, you know rock their asses, actually. Um, and he shoots an old lady. Like, just straight up. <laughs> Which uh, was kind of a dark change of pace. A little bit. <laughs> um, so, luckily, uh, the, uh, Chase's uh, would-be date is passing by, and she drives her to the hospital. As Chase almost gives up a secret identity. Oh, I but, thought, but, nope, Chase just uh, tells her to take her out, out of here. Yeah, but he also nearly says her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he, if he's just a Black Ranger, he should not know. Um, so anyway, back to the Sentai footage, and well, they continue to get their asses kicked. For a running theme. So the well, they introduce show- a new villain, of course they're getting their asses kicked. Yes. So, um, the other Rangers show up, but, um, Singe is having a Rita Repulsa moment with his headaches, and it's just, like, and it's about to, you know, you know, you know, just leave, and Fury's like, hey, what the hell are you doing? And then there's the line about, you know, you've been here for millions of years, and you haven't been able to get a single one, so what are you talking about? So they escape, but uh, Singe has uh, taken a picture of uh, Chase hanging out with his date uh, before, you know, Heckle gets his um, gets to bitching at him too much and offers a simple but effective plan to, you know, use her against him. 
which, you know, heckle likes. But meanwhile, back at the uh, cafe, uh, Tyler's talking about the plot. Ken. Uh, yes. Ken. Fan. Yes. The hell? No, I don't think that's that. Tyler, we're getting noises. Weird. Uh, how about now? It's a different kind of noise. <laughs> It's always a different kind of noise with Ken. Hmm. Hmm. Now? I heard your chair, but that's kind of different. Okay. So, anyhow, uh, while Tyler's talking about his letter with Shelby, um, and he decides to you know, head off and check it out, and gives her a peck on the cheek while she almost forgets her job. And the internet explodes, I'm sure. <laughs> While uh, Chase oh, is... Oh, I was shipping him with Ivan. <laughs> <laughs> um, while Chase is setting out his trophies across the table in front of his date, who is not his date any longer as she breaks up with him. It takes him a minute. <laughs> it does. Surprisingly, only a minute. Yes, uh, perhaps not even that, but she tells him that she's falling in love with the Black, Black Ranger and, um, you know... And he almost gives away his identity she... again. Yeah, he almost instantly blurts it out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> but um, he's the Black Ranger's biggest fan. Well, that's true, I'm sure. Well, yeah, that's... He is his own biggest fan. <laughs> yes. So, cut I thought the... Ken had the biggest fan. Cut... <laughs> <laughs> no, Ken has fucking multiple fans. Cut... <laughs> That sounds really dangerous. <laughs> Very. Yeah, no idea. Um, so cut to the power chamber, and Chase is pacing back and forth as everybody watches him, and oh, where is that? Ranting about how he stole his own girl. Uh-huh. I think he confuses his pronouns, or at least, you know, his, um, his states of being a couple times. And then Ivan has this expression, which it doesn't help for the audio uh, listeners, but... It doesn't help for the Skype listeners either, because the thing hasn't come through yet. Weird. Skype, you know. Ah, yes. Regardless, uh, <laughs> nobody's taking him seriously. At all. It's Chase. Especially Ivan. Even for Chase. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, Shelby's busy working on something else. Ivan is just... Ivan. And Riley is just eating this shit up. <laughs> but around about this time, Chase has a great idea, doesn't he? Yes. Yes, he does. And Shelby knows this. Yes. Yes, she does. <laughs> Shelby's actually pretty great in this episode. She really is. <laughs> and she like she doesn't even have a big part in it, but every 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 like, you know. No, but she makes she the most of every second of screen time. <laughs> yes, she does. You're not gonna go do something stupid, are you? Which is almost her exact line. Yeah, it actually is. And <laughs> it's like she's never even met him. <laughs> no, I, I actually the line is don't do anything stupid. It's like she's never even met him. And he says, I've already done one stupid thing. <laughs> one stupid thing. Well, I guess that's progress. What's three or four more? <laughs> and 
That's how we've been on the air for six years. Uh, Way to bring it down, Paladin. Damn. So, meanwhile, back with Tyler, uh, chasing away from the Sentai footage. Uh, um, he's talking to an old uh, friend of his dad's, who apparently he tell, gets told a story of his dad having saved him from a cave-in, where we see it looks like it looks like his dad got crushed to death. No, no, he's okay. fine. I and love it the also, scene. I think I saw a glimpse of an energem in that shot. Did you? I love the scene because this guy is so clearly ADR'd all to fucking back uh-huh. for about the first half of the scene. Yeah. And suddenly his voice gets really high pitched and he stops being ADR'd. <laughs> like, like a completely different actor. Well, it's probably... very clear that the audio did not pick up. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. they didn't want to pay this guy to come back in and do some pickup dialogue. So they just had the sound director just try and mimic his voice as best he could. I'm not even sure it's. I'm not even sure it's that. It might just be the difference between the conditions on set and having to yeah. do late re-recording of the line. Yeah, and well, also the way the set is set up, they like they could have thought I was like, oh, we have mics in there, it'll be fine. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas Tyler's actor is used to doing that shit by this point. Uh huh. Um. Now, the way he, like, takes Tyler's Energem and is, like, examines it is, like, really kind of weird and focused upon. Well, and I like... It makes me feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, yeah, and, like, the whole reason you feel uncomfortable is because, like, look at how apprehensive Tyler is. Like, every time time I hand my Energem to somebody, something bad happens. But he also... touch another man's Energem unless he gives you explicit permission to. But at the same time, Tyler knows he can't, like, make a big deal and not let him, because that's going to be super suspicious. Uh-huh. So he's kind of stuck. Yeah. But, like, he is just a ball of nerves until the moment he gets handed it back. Right. And I don't think anything's actually going to come of that. It just seems kind of like a weird little bit. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tyler—not uh, Tyler. Chase is busy doing something stupid. Yep. By basically going out on a date with this girl as the Black Ranger. Although, strange how nobody else in the park really notices. Like, you've seen one Power Ranger, you've seen them all. I guess, they've had a lot. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, he doesn't just do that. Like, he uses the living dinosaur motorcycle as well to ride a fly (laughs) kite on the beach. Do you think the, the motorcycles run on gasoline? Like... Are they pouring liquid dinosaurs into their dinosaur vehicles? Oh, God. <laughs> um, no, wow. they, no, it's probably much more mundane than that. They probably just run on Energem. <laughs> I like Mickey's one. I like Mickey's I know. It, and, um, like, it kind of makes me wish that Energems were filled with the tortured souls of all the dinosaurs Keeper killed. Oh, God. There's nothing saying they're not. Except, well, they were powered before Keeper killed all the dinosaurs without really trying. They, just got they were more... powered by the the dinosaurs he killed on other planets first. Oh, you know, so like, that's like... so that's Keeper's. Right. That's how well, Keeper operates. Just every planet he visits, he causes some calamity that fills the Energems with tortured, undead energy. Yes. And then when they run low, he travels to another planet and seeds it with Energems. Mm-hmm. Um, so, also, um, Chase has stolen Riley's telescope. Yes, and it suddenly has become very blue out today. A little bit. I, I hate blue. when they shoot day for night. Uh-huh. 
Especially when they don't do it very well like this. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. She, apparently she's very interested in astronomy. She wants to be an astronaut. Chase is amazed about this. And then he uh, starts... He's talking to himself in the power chamber. And then Keeper appears. And, you know, normal, <laughs> normally, normally, yes. like, we see all this nefarious intent with Keeper. Uh-huh. But Keeper's really kind of practical this episode. He's almost being a bro. Because, like, his whole speech here basically comes down to, you know, if you're wearing the helmet and the suit, you can't bone her. And if, <laughs> at that rate, is there even any point no, in pursuing Jason this? Still try. Well, uh, well I, 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 do, I do see a bit of um, our interpretation of Keeper in here, in that he's like, you know you can't tell her who you are. You can't tell her who you are. Be a right, real shame if something happened to this girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, I mean, I guess there is that, and then Chase is just so dense, Keeper had to bring it down to his level, and, you know, if you can't fuck her, what's the point? (laughs) Because if you haven't... Because was like, you can't tell who you are, why are you even bothering to try to love? (laughs) You are my... This is pointless. You are my soldier, and you do as I say. No, I I just like the idea of Keeper, like, pointing vaguely down and saying, you know, if you haven't noticed, there aren't any zippers on the front of these suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's by design, by the way. <laughs> we all remember what happened with Tommy. Oh. And, 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 that, and that's how you get through the chase. You can see things with this dick. Yep. Um, but so, uh, Chase goes and breaks up with her again, or actually, I guess he breaks up with her this time. Yeah, the score is tied right now. Now that last guy you were with, uh, he's really a good guy. Whoever he was. So that's the third time he's almost given away. He's so handsome. (laughs) A great skateboarder. And you know, I wish I could sleep with him. So, (laughs) (laughs) alas, my suit does not have a zipper in the front. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, Kaylee walks away only to immediately be captured by Singe and Wrench. Good timing. Also, I didn't even notice through the first part of the Black Ranger date bit until uh-huh. it actually came up in Keeper's dialogue that Chase was not, he was speaking with an American accent or at least I a no- neutralized I accent. Noticed, I noticed he was speaking weird and notice that Keeper does not say American accent. He no, just, just an, an accent. accent. Yeah. <laughs> No, but when it goes back to where Chase is breaking up with her, like, at that point you're paying attention and it's more, it's a neutralized, it's not an American accent because he can't do that super well, but it is neutral. It's less New Zealandy. Yeah. Whereas normally he's 110% New Zealand. Uh Uh-huh. So, um, yeah. He's not Kiwi, he's Kiwi Strawberry. (laughs) Um... Chase goes to try and save her on his skateboard. <sighs> Singe is a really bad shot. I don't know. He's he had that old villain. lady fine. Look, he's got a headache. Leave him alone. It comes with uh, a weird repulsive school of villainy. Uh-huh. So Ch- Chase says he's going to um, uh, mm, uh, uh, call the police. <laughs> That'll help. Sure. Luckily, luckily for him, the other rangers arrive. Luckily for anybody, the other rangers arrive. 
Uh, minus Tyler, because he's busy avoiding the Sentai footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, transform, fight, 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 blow him. Uh, no, well, actually, I don't blow him up because he's a recurring monster. He's a recurring villain. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, is he a hero McMeeties? Uh, more long term than that. Yeah. Oh. Al- although he, um. They just fire the satellites. Yeah, they fire the satellites on him. Although I now notice he has the same chest thing as the other generals. The mask. Right, he was a late arrival to their team in the Kyoryuger. Right. When they started actually using new new, new, new monster suits, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, Tyler arrives in Kendall Zord. Well, he needed to get back in a hurry, and that's the one that can fly. While Kendall was uh, was only got inserted into the episode again by you know a um, second <laughs> unit second unit shot. I guess she was busy that week because she was only in the opening scene and that was about it. And they could give a line that explains that by saying she has to run the museum while they're out fighting, but so I mean, far it's a little lacking. When you say that, that makes sense. Although for that for for that matter, just like. If they're going to second unit her in anyway, you know, have her piloting the Zord and just dub her over yeah. when they would have been doing the second unit filming um, and just not have Tyler be involved in the Megazord battle. Uh, well, honestly, here's what I've noticed. Ever since they introduced the um, new upgrade form inside the cockpit, they have not used anybody but the Core 6. Hmm. So if they have that suit for purple, they don't have it yet. It's probably it's probably the game. Maybe. No, that just seemed like the one glaring yeah. issue with this is that they didn't have to have Tyler rush back because they have someone else who can pilot that Zord. Yeah. And it wouldn't it's... be an extra. It wouldn't be any greater filming burden to do it. Yeah. It's like there's an opportunity there that they're not quite taking. Right. Although she's still better off than Yayoi so far, so so far. <laughs> well, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they fight Singe and don't destroy Singe. Yes, because Fury's gotten a little bit irritated back at the ship. Uh huh. And he sets so the he... he sets the thing to reverse. <laughs> because apparently it can do that. Well, they've never had any reason to do it so far. No, everybody Fury. gets blown up too quick. Fury is such a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like everybody on that ship is probably wishing, why could he not have died instead of Sledge? Like, <laughs> Sledge shoots us, but we don't have to listen to his incessant whining as much, as much, as mm-hmm. much. <laughs> but no, this has to match the Sentai footage, of course. Yes, well, to some degree. Um, but I, I do like how they continue to just, like, they realize that Fury is a bitch, and they realize he is useless. The writers do. <laughs> it's like it, it's like they're doing, it's like they make him, like, this more and more just out of spite to the fact they have to keep using him. <laughs> and, they will have, demonst- and they will have to keep using him until the end of the series. As demonstrated when Singe steals his bed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Sin 
Legends is a competent villain, but only when he wants to be. <laughs> he's exactly as much help as he's trying to be. <laughs> yep. So, somehow, Chase manages to get the girl back. This poor woman. <laughs> well, he does kind of admit he was a shithead, so I think that went a little well, wrong way with her. I guess that's progress. That's okay, we'll probably never see her again. Probably. Let's hope not. Because they probably <laughs> She's broke an up awful again. actress. She probably dumped him again off-screen between episodes. And, th- and then credit to um, XP's point about Shelby making the most of every scene she's in. It's like, Chase, I thought you I thought you were focusing on the girl. And she, he's like, yes, I am completely focused on the girl this time. And she's not, no, the grill. And not the girl. Behind, and he looks behind him. The, 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 the grill is on fire. Again. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I like how they end just on her expression. <laughs> um, he is bad at this. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Chase is bad at everything. Yep. <laughs> Except sports. So, like, I think after Dino Charge, they need to get um, Shelby and Ivan's actors together and just put them in a TV show together. Because <laughs> yeah. they're typically the highlight of a given episode. Can Yoshi yeah. be the wacky next-door neighbor? Yes. <laughs> yes, he can. <laughs> really, those three, like, everybody else is good, and they, they play their parts, you know, just right. Uh-huh. It's just, those three are exceptional. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They struck gold with that casting. Uh-huh. There's yeah. nowhere to go from here but down. Uh, please don't suck Ninja Steel. <laughs> that sounds like very unsafe behavior, Ken. Sucking Ninja Steel? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of walked into that one. I realized that five seconds too late. <laughs> I think he more thrusted into it. Uh, well, um... <laughs> Intermission before, inter- intermission before we talk about furries, then? Wow, it's been so long since we've had more than one show to do per episode. <laughs> yes, let's take a break. Okay. So I can repeat. Metal, ready? You're listening to Superhero Time. The new Nerf bow and arrow is coming your way, and it means business. The power is pumping, and arrows in your hand. Now your heart is pumping, fire as quick as you can. Nerf bow and arrow. The enemy's coming, now they're in your sight. Nerf bow and arrow. To the front of the line, in the thick of the fight. Nerf bow and arrow. The mightiest Nerf adventure ever. No thanks. And you're awfully eager to talk about furries. It's like you've been waiting all your life for this moment. <laughs> Is there something we should know that we really no. don't want to know? No, no, trust me. I just think it's funny. Yeah, it's such a good joke, guys, right? Ha ha ha, ha ha ha. Let's talk about furries. <laughs> I mean, you know, this this show has to be giving somebody the, like, biggest boner. And apparently it's Ken. What? <laughs> 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 Fucking multiple furry men, I don't know. 
Sweet Jesus Christ. Is that our episode title? I don't think Kill Me will like it very much if I put fucking in the episode title. <laughs> Although well, I'm, then I'm, substitute I'm, with something else. Like I'm half tempted to try just to pucking. see. Do pucking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Although it was fun putting Juo uh, during the episode title for last week, knowing Kilby would have to read that during RFC. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and he did. How did he do? Remember uh, JD trying to say Kyoryuger? Yes. <laughs> it that was, was the answer I wanted. It was like that, but more sad. <laughs> JD was just hilarious. Yes. Yes, it was. Because he was in on the joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whereas Kilby just was the joke. <laughs> that has its own merit. It does. It absolutely does. That's why I go on RFC every week. And see, if I tell Kilby we talked about him in this episode, he'll listen. But I'm not so going then, to. Well, you can tell him that and then cut this part out. Although, this part's staying in for the benefit of everybody else. Okay. Because if I don't tell Kilby, he'll never listen, so he'll never hear this. <laughs> it's a wonderful system we have worked out here. Poor gullible Kilby. Yeah. I haven't talked... listens to this ever let him know. I haven't uh, talked him into buying a new car yet, unfortunately. We've got to wait till BotCon. Well, Bacon's right around the corner. So, hey, furries, because Ken's into that. Um... Uh. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, Mickey. Yes? Can you get this episode to load? I can load all kinds of things. Well, you couldn't get Dino Charge to load. Yeah, that, uh, that's not one of the things I can load. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's estimated there are nearly 8 million animals on Earth. And one of them is a Cylon. 1.7 million have currently been discovered. And yes. one of, the, one of the them fuck? is a Cylon. <laughs> And then you tell me I'm Cyloning the second I start doing it. Yeah, well, it's not my fault. You started Cyloning as soon as you started doing it. Like, I can believe you. In fairness, a lot of the ocean is unexplored. Not to mention yeah, space. Yeah, there's like was down in there somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, and think of all the space we haven't been to. That's not Earth. <laughs> well, it's near Earth. Well, that I means there, there's well, like I, I guess it 6.3 million animals in the ocean for Japan yet to murder. <laughs> They're working on it. I mean, I guess that's how, like, you know, there's uh, tens of thousands of Pokemon, and we only know about 151 of them. Somehow. Yeah. Right. I mean, you have to start somewhere, right? 721 at this point. Nerd. <laughs> yes. Well, I think I made a mistake, too, because even in first gen, it was, you know, officially 150. Mm. Mew was, Mew was a secret. He's and missing no? Just, just looking at that truck. He'll well, be there. No, no, not missing, not missing no, because that's specifically, you know, the number is missing. It doesn't have mean, a number. You mean Meryl? <laughs> no, Pika Blue. <laughs> I know. Listen, we were all on the internet in 2000. 
Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a time. Hanging out for a page to load. Yeah. Just wait for those boobs to show up one pixel at a time. Ah, 66K. Man, I had 33.6. Ooh. Yeah. Last year? You poor son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Admittedly, part of the problem is we had, like, 20 phones plugged into the phone line. Oh, God. So that kind of erodes away the dial-up uh, connection. The moment you, you, you connected, it, it rings, and you're like, son of a... That, too. No, it's more like the more things you have on a phone line, the Sorry. less the dial-up internet works, like, in terms of speed. Uh-huh. That sounds plausible, but I don't know enough to agree or disagree. Well, no, when we unplugged all the extraneous stuff, the speed went up. So... You had too many things plugged in. Yeah. We uh, we popped the phone circuit breaker. Blew the phone fuse, you know. And Meanwhile, on top of Bald Mountain, Ken podcast. <laughs> yes, or... now Ken is blowing us. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, settle down. We're not furries. He's going to turn it up at this point. <laughs> All right, so I made it, but what, five seconds of the episode before things went to shit? <laughs> yeah, basically. Sounds about right. All right, so deep in the, the rainforest of Japan... <laughs> Well, that's the same. That's the same place. Um, uh, Geki, Geki Red was, was yeah. That's the same place Geki Red was hanging out with his panda friend. Yes, this is the rainforest of Japan. Uh huh. <laughs> As you can see, there's Korean ibex or some shit hanging out here. <laughs> and zoologist, uh, unemployed park ranger Yamato is giving a tour to a bunch of people who have wandered into government property. He's basically like agey, but instead of an underwear interest, he likes animals. He's a nerd, basically. Which is n- nice to have for the Red Ranger, actually. Spoilers, he's the Red Ranger. Yeah, you can't tell that by the red he's wearing or anything. No. His name introduced in red font. Right? Sure, so, sure. as he's filling the people's heads with vital information about... This is an animal. Animals live in forests. Uh, suddenly, uh, wandering onto set is a psychopath dressed as a cardboard deer. Holy Jesus Christ, this guy disturbs me. And we're going to have to deal with him the whole show. Yep. <laughs> but that's okay, because everything else is cool. This is Uncle Mario. Mr. Mario. Uh, just wait till next episode. Mario Mario. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for them to introduce his brother Luigi. God. <laughs> and his sister Peach. Uh-huh. Wait, what? What? Uh, <laughs> something, something you want to tell us about Mario? No, this is a story I read on the internet. Oh, okay. Back there in the year 2000. Oh, fan fiction. I don't think so. They said it was... The, the, the real history of the Mario. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, as Yamato is saving an egg for later, uh, I assume to eat. <laughs> or he's afraid the go-wanders are nearby. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to save from them. <laughs> Good news, Ren has made eggs. 
he climbs a tree and then drops his lucky charm out of his ass pocket, which apparently is a portal to another dimension because he fits like a Rubik's cube <laughs> the size of a basketball in his pants. Welcome to the entire show. A I mean, Rubik's I cube suppose the size of a basketball was the entire show. Oh, well, actually, yes. <laughs> and it's not the size of a basketball; it's the size of a softball. Well, either way, I suppose it is Lucky Charm if he can sit down and not have that thing stab him in the ass with one of those corners. Hey, hey, hey. Well, he's sitting on the flat side. Don't, don't kink shame. I'll kink shame everyone and everything. <laughs> I am the moral authority on this podcast, I'll have you know. Yeah, he's, he's just sitting on the flat side, and when he sits you know, that down... That puts a lot he's... into perspective, really. <laughs> <laughs> when he sits down, he's five inches taller on one side. <laughs> like, remember that episode of Seinfeld with George's wallet? It's basically that. <laughs> well, it tumbles down the hill and into the stream and right into the, the giant mystical portal that's always been there about 30 <laughs> yards from where he was in the tree. <laughs> well, how did I not notice that? I want to I take the script for this and like do a parody rewrite so that when the thing falls out instead of his lucky charm, it's, oh no, my plot device! <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I got with the parody rewrite, though. So uh, he notices a Lucky Charm-shaped hole in this giant cube. Now, which Lucky Charm shape is it? Is it the balloon or the horseshoe or what? What are we talking about here? Uh, we, I think it we would be the horseshoe, hearts. considering what happens is the next. first Lucky Charm. Well, 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 okay, now let's be honest. If you're asking what shape it is in this show, the answer <laughs> is, and will always be, a cube. That's not, no, Ken, that is not entirely true, and we will see that in a few minutes. Okay. So, um, he sticks his cube into the hole. Oh, my. <laughs> and is magically digitized into a world of... Okay, so I like when he gets sucked in, he gets turned into smaller cubes. And when he's going through the portal, it is all... And now, you can say, well, it's all the Ranger colors. It's also all the colors of a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Uh-huh. So, um, he shouts out Crunchitosmi Captain and gets thrown into the world of animals. <laughs> Zoomin. Not to be confused with semen. <laughs> <laughs> Although. No, no, you already told us about the Pepto. So, uh, the first one we get is the... Typical Sentai shot of all the rangers crowding around the camera on the ground. Only this time, it's he's the camera's surrounded by furries. <laughs> of almost passable costume quality? Almost. Almost. Except the ones in the background. Well, that, those are the best ones. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about the background <laughs> cast of horses. <laughs> they're, they're, they're lead scientists, apparently. <laughs> they're glue scientists. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't see a horse being a good scientist. <laughs> Apparently they are. Like, no, I, I, I would more attribute that to the poodles. <laughs> but no, I, I think that the um, actual main cast suits are more passable when I see them in motion, because I realize they have to be able to move a lot. Yeah. Until they just stop using them for a while. Well... But the camera pans out, and we get a good view of Cube World, and... I actually start to kind of buy into the whole square motif. Motif, yeah, it's it's starting to gel with me now. Like it's like, like, it's like okay. oh, 
everything is cubes. <laughs> They're really pushing this as a design style rather than just using it for the gear and the mecha. I mean, this is like the whole world where that's their architecture. Yeah, it's like it, it, th- that is the thing. It is just it, like th- they take they took the concept, uh, all the concepts, and just kind of freaking ran with them. Because as we'll later eventually see, even their gun shoots cube cube bullets. So. We're about five minutes into the episode, and the show's already removing some of the doubts from my mind. Mm-hmm. Time for an opening theme. Which is unimpressive, but well, I it, do like the, the, the animal screaming part of it. Yeah, but then I it mean, sort, of, sort of devolves into standard Sentai-ness. Yeah. But it, 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 there's something about Juoju that feels older. That's because it's basically it's Gal a, Ranger. Yeah, yeah. So that the fact that the theme is, well, that's a typical Sentai theme. It feels like it might be the point. Jew banana? Mm-hmm. Yeah, potentially. I mean, um, Red does get gorilla mode later. Red flips up his bird mask and is a gorilla. I, you know, just as it is in nature. Yeah, you flip up a bird's beak and then there's a monkey inside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just as it is in nature. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, meanwhile, in space, it's the Zangek Empire. A, <laughs> I mean, wait. It's a giant casino. Well, it's a, also it's a giant bow and arrow in space. Yes. Because these villains have a complex array of theming. I mean, so, that, that is, so that is somebody, they're that is, they're hunters to start with. So you get the bow and arrow. Yeah. Uh, they're gamblers, and they're also just like general gamers, apparently. Yeah. But that is some eclectic design for that ship, and I like it. <laughs> yes. I feel like how it's just, we're hunting Earth, because we're a bow and arrow aimed at Earth. I mean, it's a little on the nose, but I like that. <laughs> and, and, I would kind of like it if they can establish at some point later that that's how they pick the world they hunt. It's just, they launch their ship, <laughs> and whatever planet they first end up pointing at is where they hunt. Yeah, um, but the, the like... The broad, really, really broad... Um, That's not a nice part- way to talk about the green lady, Ken. <laughs> well... Yeah, droopy water weenie girl. No, 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 no. <laughs> The broad archetypes of the villains do all remind me of the Zangek, but yeah. played differently. Yeah, um, so the villains here. We've got um, Cube Ecliptor, <laughs> uh, water weenie girl, and then uh, Master Penis... Uh, who, I don't know what the hell is going on. Is he like a robot mermaid cockroach? I don't know. Possibly. I can't wait till they have him fight. I can't wait to see him stand up because... Well, he does in this episode. Yeah, give I mean, him a minute. He's like 10 feet tall. Uh-huh. Oh, no, come on, you're exaggerating. He's only about 8 feet tall. Still. Yeah, his design is awesome. Uh, but meanwhile, back in, back in Magical 8-Bit World, <laughs> let's drag Yamato to the fair and look at all the other animals, peoples. Uh, just, just like pausing to look at in the background and seeing is entertaining. There's a bulldog person. Yeah. There's a panda suit that I'm, I know that they've used before. That's not a panda suit. That's Ginma Saotome. <laughs> <laughs> He, wow. he he was also in the that, first episode of Geki Ranger. Little known I, fact. 
I cannot even argue with that. That is too... My hat's off. <laughs> no, no, it's the, it's the remains of uh, Gemma after he was uh, skinned to be used as uh, Enter's costume. Oh, God. That's dark. That's yeah. Jesus. <laughs> right. Look, it's scary in Fort Max's head. Leave it alone. <laughs> All right, so uh, the animals. I also are... somebody claims that one of the uh, there's like a rhino in the background, and somebody is. somebody is saying it's just a horse mask with horns glued to it. I think it is. Yeah, it might be. Isn't that what a rhino yeah, I, actually I, I is? I noticed that too. I thought a rhino was a hippo with horns glued to it. It's like Amazon must have had a, had a sale or something, and they just used that for all it was worth. <laughs> Well, I'm disappointed by no ostrich people. Well, you can't see them because they're hiding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, that'd be, that'd be the best thing. Just, like, they walk past someplace, and there's just, like, ostrich people with their heads stuck in the ground. You don't even actually need actors for that. Just, like, dummies pose. Well, the thing is, you don't need a, a costume. But you just need to get Sweet Pea to enter the scene. Oh. I guess nobody watches always. That's okay. Man, even the if, if you look on the signs and you see how their language is written, even that is cute. <laughs> so basically, they had a production designer that had a really fun day. Even their food is cubes. What do you mean, Ken? Isn't your food cubes? I bet you, and even the wombat poop cubes. Yeah. So when they advertise the um, fish sausages, Soche wieners this year, are they going to be cubes? Oh, man. I wish. Probably not. Wait, isn't that usually Ryder, though? No, Ryder has the gummies. Oh, right. You know, because there's Juicy Kid every year. So for across our episode, could you like gummy fish sausages? Oh. Oh, that'd be Swedish fish, wouldn't it? Gummy fish. Yeah. Okay, wait, where are we now? Um, so the animals are giving Yamato the basic backstory of that cube thing you came through. That links our worlds. But have you ever been through it? Well, no. We stand around it a lot, though. That's why we're there waiting for you. Because you stole it. Yeah. So apparently there's six keys, and we're missing one, and surprised you got the sixth one. You prick. <laughs> <laughs> So then we have the flashback going back to when Yamato was a child. And uh, he fell down a ravine and cut off his leg. <laughs> and got saved by some asshole. It's Bird Gavin. Bird Gavin, There's a lot of those. Okay, so I have a complaint about Bird Gavin here. Okay. His hands should be feathery. Because the analogous limb on a bird is covered in feathers. It's not... Like, he has feet for hands, basically. Well, yes. So maybe his feet are feathery. <laughs> but it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, what if his arms are actually his legs, and his legs are actually his tail feathers? And oh, his God. real arms are on his back. <laughs> and, and the like, he's, he's never actually back. walking around. He's just flying all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're treated to the side of an elephant riding on an elephant. 
To which Yamato replies, elephant on elephant action. <laughs> I can't help but wonder how much it cost them to rent an elephant for filming. For like five seconds. Just well, the thing is, they yeah. ate it afterwards, the... so... <laughs> Just for that one joke. That one really out-of-place joke. <laughs> yes. Alright, meanwhile on Earth, uh, let's send down some putties, or as they're called in the show, some amoebas. Like or pseudo-yummies, I guess. I, I, I like these um, minions. I'm not crazy about them, but I don't hate them. They're just kind of... There's something I mean, saying about them. They look them. like Shinken gold in a tentacle hentai. <laughs> well, I guess I can't argue that. I, don't, I, I get a real Saiyan vibe from their outfits. Mm-hmm. It must be all the blue. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyway, and so our Monster General of the Week is uh, Charcoal Bunky, I guess? <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Reminds me a lot of the monster from the first episode of Gokai Dragon. Oh, you know what he is? He's Kirk's bamboo cannon bunky. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he sits about to immediately burning the f- fucking forest to the ground. Shooting everything in sight. Well, you know, you flush out all the wildlife that way. And apparently like, the wildlife like in this forest is a bunch of children. Yeah. A surprising large number of people in this forest. Well, that was the tour group that Yamato was right. behind, I guess. Because while he's been, you know, off dicking around in cube land, eating cube food and such, he just kind of has abandoned his tour group. You know, I kind of wonder something also. Um, when they have the uh, masks on, is that the actors or the suit actors? Yes. <laughs> Seems more efficient to use the suit actors for that. I'm going to guess it's probably the actor actors because their performances aren't mimey enough to match what a suit actor would do being completely hidden. And I guess right. since they have to use the same wardrobe. Yeah. yeah. For, for most of them, it's just slap, slap some gloves and a, and a hat on, and there you and go. And a tail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have they always have the tail, but we'll get well, to they have suit the, actors. It's probably a different tail. If they're using suit actors, it'd be more like an imagine level of suit acting. Yeah, probably yeah. so. So the cube starts to shake and a rumbling about. So they figure, oh, well, let's let's go through here. There's something going on. Mm-hmm. And they jump straight into the fire. And notice all the children burning in the forest <laughs> with monsters running around everywhere. And there's some CGI gazelles. Because <laughs> we are in Japan, after all. <laughs> the Japanese rainforest. Uh, the monsters, or I'm sorry, the animals' tails all become erect, and Yamato comments, "This isn't right." <laughs> He's a quick one. He is. I don't remember leaving the forest on fire. <laughs> I think I was only gone for half a day. Probably. We have worried that creepy uh, uh, dress-up guy tried uh, being a fire. <laughs> Mr. Mario, did you dress up as fire? <laughs> no, he got the fire flower. Ah, so now comes my, like one of my favorite lines from we the monster. We lost Paladin, by the way. Where did Paladin go? Uh, he's disconnected. <clears throat> Mickey, stop kicking Paladin. I'm not doing it on purpose. 
Why not? I'm busy. I don't have time to fuck with him. <laughs> Shall I wait for him or? Drilling broadcasting. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this either. Right? Yep. yep. Paladin, yep. you're ruining my summary. <laughs> he can't hear you. Look, up my feng shui. Look, those kids will burn for a good long time. We can we can wait a couple minutes. I'll try and add him again. Well, it just says he went offline. Maybe he's rebooting. Maybe he's updating Skype. Why would you? <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, pretty much. So par for the course. Uh-huh. Paladin's back online. I don't know if he's back in the call. Doop a doop a doo, skip it the bow, doop a doop a doo. <laughs> like that his response was still. <laughs> Where's Talon's ass? So, Welcome back. Mickey's favorite line. <laughs> Alright, so, Monster delivers like the best line of the episode. Uh -huh. Stragglers from the pack get cold. That's the fate of all prey. And then he proceeds to try and murder a child. Yeah. Like that's awesome. Okay, so like, there's a vibe I get here. Is like, you know how like Tokyo on the outside looks looks very very silly, but it has this like you know just a little bit of dark undertone. I kind of get a little, that. yeah. Well, <laughs> but I kind of get that from this also because you because you look at it, you're like, oh my god, what the hell are they doing? And then you actually watch it and you see what the villains are doing, and you realize that's kind of dark. <laughs> the whole concept of the blood game, and it fits perfect. so well for this too. Uh huh. Yeah, so uh, as um, the whole entire forest is on fire, and he's about to murder a child, he says, we're the Death Galeons. <laughs> it's like, metal. that is a metal-ass <laughs> name. <laughs> like, you need to have, like, a guitar noise after you say that name. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't disagree. We're the Death Galeons, and this is their opening album, The Blood Game. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> So, um, let's get these furries into some tight spandex. <laughs> well, that's somebody's fetish, I'm sure. So, because they uh, get their magic Rubik cubes. Yes, the, their good luck charms change into incomprehensible morphing devices. <laughs> that makes up because somehow comprehend. So it's Sentai. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Maybe this toy makes sense once you have it in hand. But in show, it just kind of looks like a bunch of nonsense. Just random sides being flipped this way and that. and Just one side. Like... Just one thing being flipped. Only one thing rotates. But it has four sides. It has six sides. But only four of them are used. And it sounds like random nonsense, too. Yeah, I'm not so, feeling but, this morpher. 
So, so basically, they took the transpods uh, animal noises and made that into a morpher. And started well, off with a Tarzan yell. That I dig, though. That's even in the Zord summoning, too. Uh-huh. Alright, so we're morphed now. Let's look at the costumes. and They look better in motion. Those shirts are not as bad. We have to focus on them. Well, also, <laughs> also the material that they're made out of matters a lot. They don't yeah, look, look like cheap t-shirts. <laughs> but what I'm drawn to now is actually the strength of the boots and gloves. With and the, how and awesome the helmets are. Yeah, the helmets are rad as hell. Uh, yellow's yeah, that, main forward cool. thing, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. You've like, got that much on, Kyori, on uh, Tokyuji, then. Yeah, so, 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 like, really the chest is not the, the it's not the focus. Oh, it tries no. to be. Well. No, unless you're shark. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't With... wait for Paladin. The fins well, like the internet hasn't boots. already gone there. Hey, at least she's legal. Yeah, probably. She is. She's she's up. she's nineteen or twenty. Yeah, and, that's and old I, for a shark. I actually think I, I think that um, Amu's actress is the oldest one in the cast, or no, no, second oldest because oldest is uh, yellow. Does it really matter though? I mean, they're Japanese, so they don't really want age till they hit fifty-five anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. no, we're just we're just um, deciding how creepy it is that Peldon made a joke about looking at the shark's chest. Well, keep in mind you're talking about the suit actor now, so maybe it's a dude. So who knows? I mean, at, at least it wasn't uh, like Dawn. Due to content restrictions beyond our control, we are unable to bring you the remainder of this sentence. We apologize for any inconvenience. Okay, so while the monsters or the animals are kicking ass as rangers, uh-huh. Yamato has the, the amazing revelation. It's like the animals are defending Earth. <laughs> Gee, subtle. Uh... All right, so let's check out these uh, animal powers I've got. I'm a little disappointed that yellow and white have the exact same one, even though I know they're both cats. But yeah, uh, I feel like yellow should have like no, like a maybe. mouth or something that grows. A giant mane. Well, you can't attack with a mane, but you can have, like, a, a giant, bitey, yelly mouth. Well, you yeah. can attack with a mane, you just need to use special effects to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, I can understand how they reached, the, how they got to that point. It's still just a little, like, ah, probably, it's a, You could have tried harder. <laughs> just a little bit. But, I mean, and their implementation is cool, regardless. And I love Tusk's stompy feet. Yes! <laughs> That's a great... Like, yeah, like, great. Like, My parents are yelling across the house at each other because they can't be bothered to be in the same room. <laughs> well, Fort Max, that's you know pretty typical in later marriages. Um. Yeah. Yes. Stompy feet. Yeah, the stompy feet are great. It's very Sagozo. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was. It is, is kind of like. So, how are they going to do an elephant ranger? Oh, that's how you do an elephant ranger. <laughs> All right, so around about this point is where we start seeing, like, Yamato's thought process. We see Lucky Charm Cube, mm-hmm. then a picture of the Morpher, uh-huh. then a picture of the Rangers with little cartoon karate moves, <laughs> then a picture of him remembering his Lucky Charm Cube, and then looking down in the, in the river. Like, huh. And then some Jeopardy music plays for a little bit. <laughs> How about a little Benny Hill? <laughs> No, no, the Jeopardy music is more appropriate for a drawn-out thought process. <laughs> I guess 
And with this, Yamato decides, I'm going to join the fight too. Should I morph? No, I'm just going to throw myself at Charcoal Bonky. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he is a Red Ranger. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's still smarter than Takaharu. I don't know about that, but he's certainly a better actor. Well, it's a real low, low bar, man. <laughs> Look, one thing the show just keeps telling me over and over is that this guy is not that bright. No, even though he's a zoologist. Well, he well, says he's, he's a zoologist. He's very intelligent in his field of study, perhaps. It's like, it's like you can be book smart and still be stupid as hell. Right. <laughs> that apparently is Yamato. Yes, he, he got his zoology degree from DeVry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well, this is not Phoenix University. So, uh, the animal rangers are like, uh, dude, what the hell are you doing? Um, <laughs> and Yamato launches into a speech. I want to protect the animals of the world! <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to a shot of a thousand rabbits running through the fire, which... I guess Japan doesn't have animal cruelty Dinner. laws. I guess not. It's a little upsetting, a little confusing, and a little hilarious. It's like <laughs> it's kind of like a shot from a Bonnie Tyler video from the eighties. <laughs> like if you just superimpose on top of that. Once upon a time, I was falling in love. <laughs> like animals running through the fire everywhere. <laughs> but no, um, the burning rabbits activates his burning justice. <laughs> As an Rabbit eagle flies by and. And drops a single feather, he transforms into the red Juoger. Juo Eagle, uh, with a and you know, America. And then, and then the and then the eagle literally flies through him. That is patriotic as fuck for a Japanese it man. It is uh-huh. America. <laughs> now, I like when he's doing his pose. He does a little hip wiggle. It, it's it's very sassy. <laughs> Just a bit. So, sashay Shante, let's fight some amoebas in the air. Yeah, I mean, all this makes me think is like, damn, Jetman made today would look cool as hell, wouldn't it? Yeah, so his nipples glow with the brightness of a thousand stars, and he takes to the skies. <laughs> wow. You know, and the bad thing is, you're not wrong. Nope. You don't see that now. <laughs> it's crazy. And we get a really cool Paladin. flight fight. Yes, we do. Which we yeah. will never see again because it's probably cost a shitload. Well, uh, have you seen no, it? Probably we'll awesome, see one at the, uh, in the last couple episodes. In episode two, there's a cool one too, but not yeah. as jaw-droppingly cool as this. Yeah. Also, between this episode... It is very episode one had a bigger budget. Between this episode, the next episode, and Ghost's opening, I'm pretty damn sure Toei bought a drone this year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's very obvious in the second one episode. Yeah. Yes. But I'm glad like, they did because it works. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, like, as long as you've got somebody who can operate the drone and you put a good camera on it, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, we know they already have GoPros. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, Thank you, I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> this is better than a GoPro. This is like almost like a real camera. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, this is almost like a camera with a real lens. That's half the problem with the GoPro, that uh, wide-angle lens, so that you don't have to actually aim it at anything. And then after the sky fight, we get introduced to Yamato's sword, which is... So Red also gets the best weapon in the group, too. Yeah. He stole, Ivy. He stole uh, Ivy's sword from Soul Calibur. Yes. 
Um, and do you all love about this? It's a human leading a team of animals with a whip. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> You're right. And, and, and the sword factors... like You like, just now noticed this. <laughs> well, I, I, it didn't strike me before. And also, you know, like, even <laughs> in the roll call, the full, you know, five-man roll call, the, it factors heavily into that. So. Yep. Well. And one of his first is to use it to spank the monster in the ass. Well, what else do you use a whip for? Yeah. Well, you wrap it around him and spin it like and ch- chop through his flesh like a damn chainsaw. Okay, well, so when I mean, he when he does you could wrap it around him and uh, someone and spin him like a top. That okay, and then and then when he when he uses the whip to make a turn around a tree, if you look at the tree, they actually drew damage to the tree where the thing was wrapped around it. Uh-huh. But um that finisher looks painful as hell. Yeah, it looks like, really brutal. Well, Ken, have you ever been uh, slashed with razor wire? Nope. I've seen it. I've seen it, though. Oh, you okay. go to dark places in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, my dad used to put up fences, and, well, shit happened. He wasn't very good at it? No, other people weren't very good. So he Isn't slashed them? No. <laughs> no. So they committed suicide? No. So they exploded into a tentacle of rainbow cubes? Sure, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really love the uh, Death Galleon's um, teleportation down to Earth. Uh, Or Naria's there. because Just a bunch of coins fall on them, and then it feeds down into the uh, little um, transporter thing. Yeah, so uh, Water Winnie Girl comes down. Yeah, it it reminds me of the old uh, tech transporter. Yeah, it's it's a ring transporter, except coins. Uh Uh-huh. So Water Winnie Girl comes down with a coin and inserts it into the monster to give him a continue. <laughs> it's a very subtle reference to a thing that used to exist in a world called arcades. Well, where they still exist in Japan. Short round of video games. <laughs> I was about to say, they still exist in, in Japan. They actually make a lot of money. So, yeah. It actually applies to them. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling when they take this over to America, it's not going to be like having a video game reference. It's going to be referencing soda machines. Because all kids know about soda machines. Or they'll just make a different uh, method of making the monster girl like they did for uh, Dino Charge. Yeah. If it gets here. I mean, if you, now- th- if you really look back at it, um, Power Rangers tends to change the method of growing more often than not. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like, here, here we get to the point where I was like, is my encode screwing up? Because <laughs> <laughs> of the cubes? Because <laughs> when the... When the um, the Zords transition from one world to another. Um, you know, the entire screen goes. Cubie. Cubie. Uh huh. Like, I was like, wait a second. You had that split second of, is that my encoder? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you have. The encoder looks kind of blocky, uh, tricking uh, the encoder for a second. <laughs> you know, given that, I'm surprised the episode came out as fast as it did. All right, so we got our Zords now, and they're fantastically derpy. I, I, I like how it looks all, terrible. I actually like all of them except Tiger because the, the transformations on all of them are kind of actually surprisingly cool, except Tigers. Uh, Tiger uh, sacrifices a lot for the combined mode. Yeah, but ele- Elephant when and uh, Lion when it, it un- they unfold, they look cool as hell. Yeah, I don't really understand what's going on with Elephant exactly. It's, it's doing a lot of things that add angles. 
and you're, you're like, yeah. I'm not sure how it th- did them exactly, even though I watched this scene a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so we get introduced to some new shapes now, which is pyramids. <laughs> the natural enemy of the square. <laughs> I mean, I always thought the natural enemy of the square was the sphere. I like, I do like how the uh, enemy ships are just another shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently someone, uh, like, they Sentai because they're all flying in groups of three. My one problem with this is that okay, so like one of the themes of these aliens is gaming. Why are these not D20s? Oh, <laughs> That's what the generals fly in. Okay, if they actually the only get D4s. If they actually do that, that will be fine. Oh, man. But really though, they should have come down in space invader ships. <laughs> because they're invading from space. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, also, speaking of 80s centaur, we even get uh, a mastodon that extinguishes fires by spraying fire extinguisher shit out of its nose. Well, that would be 90s centaur, not 80s. Close enough. 80s are very 90s sometimes. <laughs> Actually, I think it would be more correct to say the 90s are very 80s sometimes. Your mom is both 80s and 90s. Yes, she was like alive at both of those points. No, not... Time years. She's eighty and ninety years old. Uh, she's, she's um she's sixty three. Can I note how much I love the cockpit? Like the method of control makes absolutely no sense. I know, but, it, <laughs> but it's very different looking in a good way. But it, but it, like it, it looks cool. It's like it looks cool and stupid enough that you're like okay. It's very much Gokaiger much. of like how does a wheel control a whole zord? <laughs> the same way you spinning a cube on a point does. <laughs> spin it the opposite direction to get away from them. Because, yeah. <laughs> because cube, that's why. Spin it to the and right then... for advance, spin it to the left for retreat. <laughs> how, do you, how do you go to the side? Just shut up, okay? <laughs> no, it's just all it's all automatic, like L cars. No, look, there like there is no side to side. Cubes are very two dimensional. Um and then when they actually have to form the Megazord, they have to jump through the flaming hoops. And then Elephant and Tiger just get rejected. Oh, uh, right before they form it, though, they do the, the fantastic practical attack of, let's change back into a cube and just throw the fucking prop at the guy in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the other thing, too. Like, the whole fight is practical effects, and I really dig it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it, it came out really good for having such stupid-looking things to involve in it. But yes, as Paladin was saying, Megazord time. So let's... Whichever three are fastest, you get to combine. <laughs> first well, come, first served. Shark and Lion, I guess that actually makes sense. Yeah, so... Eagle, well, they're the numbers one here. through three, so that would be your primary combination. Almost Eagle Shark. Well, it's an Eagle Shark and a cat of some sort. Lions I mean, are practically Panthers. <laughs> If you've seen one cat, you've seen them all, you know. Oh, the lion's probably less likely to molest girls, so. Ouch. That's more of a panther thing. I think I just killed the humor of everything forever. Yeah. A little bit. Panthers do that, too. Okay, so, um, here's our Zord. Buy it. Well, Juo King is. It sure is animal. It sure is like blocky engine. Oh, 
It's a very loose interpretation of the toy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine what inspired them to do that? <laughs> they looked at it. Yeah. Now, I like that their cockpits are they inside. They looked at it, gave cubes. up, then looked at the candy toy. <laughs> their cockpit is a cube inside a cube where they're using cubes to control a giant block, a cuby robot. So many cubes. So let's let's stomp around, knock the dirt off the Zord. Um, let's set our sword on fucking fire. Uh huh. Which, you know, that always works for me. And they cover it in sparklers too. Like the thing is shooting sparks everywhere. Uh huh. It looks amazing. Um, they I... do a lot of slow motion shots of dirt flying off the Zord. Well, they do the they do the trope that I like a lot, where it's like walking through explosions and just not giving a fuck. <laughs> Always a good standard first episode introduction. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, but somehow this Zord is caked with mud that just keeps exploding off of it. <laughs> well, you know, it was rolling down mountains and shit a second ago. Uh-huh. It's just blowing all the buildup out of the joints. A little buildup out of your mom's joints. And I've lost my place. That's what she said. And three, two, one, monster dead. Or one, two, three. And four and five helped. Um, amazingly. <laughs> yeah, they didn't forget that there's other Zords on the scene. How about that? So, um, in Geno Grand Prix, let's just dash through the monster. <laughs> Which it does actually, so yeah. And then it explodes into cubes. cubes. <laughs> I well, love the little the cubes or coins. I love the little cube debris flying over the Megazord's shoulders. It's like they just like dumped a bucket of it. <laughs> yeah, not even dumped, just like chucked the whole bucket over. Yeah. They are really dedicated to the cube thing. You gotta give Which them points for that. Well, yeah, yeah, it's endearing to, for some reason that I can't quite quantify. Oh, yeah, we did kind of gloss over the part of the fight where they were actually using the cube guns. Yeah. Well, Jake, Jake. there's a reason why I glossed over that. Yeah, they um, they actually look pretty bad as props, not just toys. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Funny how they have those orange safety tips on the barrels, too, even though I'm pretty sure Japan doesn't require that. Yeah, like, like the sword part's okay, but... No, it's really not. The sword part's better than the toy because the blade's longer, but the whole thing still looks pretty dumb. If only yeah, every, it's if awful. only ever, if, and unfortunately, Red seems to be the only one with an individual weapon. So it's awful, and not the good way of awful like the Zord is. <laughs> it's just bad. All right, so monsters blowing up. Let's go get these animals back home. And oh, whoops. Now, I, I noticed that they specifically go like, oh, we can't find the sixth um, Lucky Charm thing. Gee, imagine that. Yeah, funny that how that gloved bird hand just kind of came while nobody was looking and walked off with it. Makes me wonder about who the world's supposed to be, but going on. Right. So, looks like they're stuck here for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yamato helpfully says, maybe it wasn't blown up, it was just blown really far away out into this forest, somewhere. <laughs> That's great, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll look for it. 
the thing, the thing about Yamato, I noticed, is like, if he, if it was a bad actor delivering all this shit, I would be groaning. But this actor, you know, he, 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 you like him. He's like, yeah, he's stupid, but he's like him. <laughs> so he's a Red Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's the right kind of incompetent, but well-meaning. Yes, he's like Omega Red. Yes. <laughs> and Leo hug attacks him. I would be pretty scared, too, if a lion was coming at me like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the cubes helpfully transform the furries into real people. And you know something I notice about this series? We have a male yellow ranger who doesn't seem useless, forgettable, just kind of there. Well, let's give him time, I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, but he does actually have a personality. Even yeah. in the second episode. Yeah. Which is more more than you could say for Nagi. Who? Who? Exactly. <laughs> right. So, uh, Although, yeah, okay, human so one forms. In, in spite of being that in human forms, they semi human forms. They have their tails still. All four of them. Or fin. Well, it's still tail. No, but she can have her fin out too. Oh, well, that's true. So I really like that uh, Yellow keeps wearing the dreadlock wig. Uh-huh. It's... It's endearing. It's endearing, even though you look at it at first and you're like, that's not convincing at all. And yet... Also, that must be really uncomfortable. I bet you it's yeah. itchy as shit. And yeah. if he has to shoot if he has to do action. Oh, man. Yeah. They probably have a second one that's just made out of, like, um, hard rubber. So that he can, you know, move around and it doesn't swing. Nope, that's a weave. That's not coming out anytime soon. <laughs> so, all right. So Yamato's gonna give him a place to live. The team's all formed, right, Tusk? Right. Oh, here's our resident asshole of the series. <laughs> As he slowly turns around and extends a middle finger and just glares <laughs> at Yamato. So basically, Tusk is Hikari, if Hikari was actually an asshole and not their friends. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, that worked for us one year, let's try that again. <laughs> let's just up the ante a little bit. And then, dance number! Yay! It's not Sentai, there's not a dance number at the end of it. <laughs> right. Right. And which box is the cube in? Red. No, maybe it's in red. <laughs> Gee. So, yes, no sure. lying around. Let's have lots of elephant. Elephant the elephant? See him blow? <laughs> yes, we will see him blow. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Leashes. Uh, Yeah. Also, remember the um, extended trailer for this where they're at the bowling alley? Yeah. So that's not in episode two, but there is a scene in episode two that's very much in the spirit of that. Yeah. I'm thinking that might have been, like... Hmm? Unless it pops up in, like, episode four or something, but I think it might have just been something left on the cutting room floor. Or just something like they specifically shot to make a trailer out of. Yeah, yeah. that happens too. So like after... that for Ghost with the icons crashing in a spaceship? Uh huh. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh huh. After watching episode one and or episode that two. Uh, first uh, teaser trailer for uh, 
the uh, decade finale. Oh God! <sighs> Let's not go there. So, as, as you were saying, Mickey, after episode one and seeing episode two, I am very convinced that Juojo is going to be a good show. Yes, it's very, it's, a, it's pretty enjoyable actually. And it's already been two good episodes ahead like, of Nin Ninja. Like I already, I actually look forward to episode three. Which I haven't been able to say for over a year. <laughs> I try. And also, it's great because it proves me right again. I love being right. I should be right more often. Oh wait, I am. <laughs> then go back to the rainbow line. I wonder if we're lucky we can get like a Zhuozhou crossover with Tokyuzhou. <laughs> no. What I hope for is that since it's the 40th anniversary year, it's like they can bring back the versus Sentai, so they can have Zhuozhou versus Sentai. That way, they don't have to use the entire <laughs> the ninja team. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they'd be eager to do that since the ninja sold like shit. Well, I mean, they did fuck over GoBusters, even though a ninja actually those stage are sold worse than GoBusters. So that actually makes this stuff they get screwed over like. Even worse, somehow. It also makes the excuse of like skipping years for Power Rangers being based on merchandise sales like demonstrably bullshit. Yeah, it does because you like we have. I mean, Ghost Nature didn't do much worse than GoBusters, but it still did worse. Uh huh. I think it's been increasingly clear it's not based on anything at all, rather than just whether they want to do it or not. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think like all of the stuff with the human actor villains might have. You know, played a part. Yeah, and like if we were still getting, uh, if we weren't, if we were getting even thirty something episodes a year, like under Disney, we'd Mm -hmm. probably still be getting. We probably wouldn't have been skipping any series over here for Power Rangers. Well, I think they still would have skipped GoBusters simply because of the toy design. No, they they couldn't. Like Fort Max's point, I think is they couldn't have because there would not be enough time to wait for the next series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since we're splitting one Sentai over two years, we're getting uh, have, they, a buffer. They can, they, they can pick and choose now. Yeah. But there's really no way to simplify the GoBusters mecha into Zord Builder. You didn't even take out the whole the Zord Builder parts. That stuff's way too complicated to simplify. Yeah, it, it's armor slapped over GoBuster Ace. Yeah, you'd have to completely change the design of it to make it work. And yeah. you know, that, that could have played a part, too. There's a lot. There's a lot of... There's a lot of reasons that make sense that is not the reason we've heard, basically. Yeah. And, of course, sign Tokyuger is... Yeah, trains are just not sellable. Builder. But yeah. trains it's, are not It's common sellable. sense, though, of why. I mean, because that, that's a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, t- trains just not... I mean, you, you, trains are something that you... And those costumes still just aren't very good. I don't even think that has anything to do with it. No, no. Um, Someone probably said it at some point, though. I mean, it's also subjective because Tokyo did all right in sales, so. Because Japan likes trains. Yeah. America doesn't. Right. So it, that, that's all it really that comes much. down to, I think. America does like, not have still a cultural identity linked with trains. Yeah, like, like pragmatically, skipping Tokyo makes perfect sense. I imagine most kids have never even seen a train before in real life. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Like, there's freight lines all over the place. Okay, well, maybe freight trains. I'm talking like riding one and things like that. Oh, no, I'm sure the majority of kids have never... rail. 
commuter lines are very far between in the U.S. I mean, I would assume the majority of kids have never been on a train. It would be funny if they brought Tokyo over and tried to make it about subways. <laughs> Flashbacks to the um, Samurai RPM crossover now. Uh-huh. <laughs> the magic interdimensional subway train. I want to say they tried so hard with that, but they really didn't. No, they, did. they didn't try at all, actually. No. No. But yeah, Duoger, I'm um, cautiously optimistic. Yes. How, how many episodes would it take for you to not be cautiously optimistic? And just uh, like, okay, I like this. Probably get into the double digits before I'm convinced they're not going to suddenly turn over and so shit right the bed. when the world shows up. Yeah. Historically, um, the last time I've liked something that turned to shit was O's. Yeah, but that took o- until, like, episode 35. O's, yeah. was, O's was a weird case, too. Yeah, because it was being rewritten every other episode. Uh-huh, you can tell. <laughs> um, no, I don't necessarily have to wait for uh, the world to show up, because it's probably going to be later anyway. Um, if the show is not... If the show ends up not taking a good turn for, or taking a downturn from here... I may wait until then to see if it can recover. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a strong start, at least. But if I'm still okay with it by the time it hits double digits, I I assume it's going to be fine the rest of the way. And I think it shows that Sentai is it's like a simple formula, but it's so easy to screw up when all you... I mean, you just... As you just have to like, make a couple bad choices and it can ruin the whole thing. Like, yeah. it's, so long as you have people that can basically act or at <laughs> least emote yeah they, they're like their characters are likable enough or at least entertaining because tusk is not necessarily likable but he is entertaining oh <laughs> here's what it is common rider is cooking sentai is baking ah uh-huh. baking uh, yeah you can't common rider you can throw a little bit of here there mix it up a bit sentai if you don't stick to certain things it just Work. You have to get your proportions correct, otherwise it will not rise. Mm-hmm. And, and the most important one of that is you have to nail the Red Ranger, I think. I, I think yep. Ninja definitely shows that because there are some decent characters in Ninja, but you can't get to them because you have to get past Takaharu. And other stuff. Mostly Takaharu. Uh-huh. Because the show, the show is Takaharu. Like, much more than like Shinkinja was Takeru, except I actually like to carry. So, <laughs> that's because he could talk. I don't. I don't. I didn't. But yeah, I apparently even late into the run, there were entire episodes where it was, where uh, it was resolved by, oh, to carry on his own is much more effective than the other five combined. You mean Takaharu? Yeah. Takaharu, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was about to say, that doesn't sound like Shikinger. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I'm glad. Then you I... have other stuff like the villain shit that never goes anywhere, and Yakima wanting to fuck a lawnmower. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm glad. I'm suddenly glad I didn't watch. Trust much me, that happened. Wow. Oh god. The English are very uh, proud about their uh, how they take care of their lawns. Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> just, just talking about. 
Washington Ninja leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know. I kind of want to see the the what's his name fuck a lawnmower episode just because that sounds pretty ridiculous. But yeah, hey, you have, no, it's gonna be about Takahara Taka, anyway. You have fun with that. Takaraka who? What? I also like how they had the thing where like the guys used to upgrade weapon and they got the armor, but like when Kasumi did. She just used the weapon. Well, they had to build a new suit for them, and that wasn't in the budget. <sighs> At least when Tokyo Uger pulled that shit, they did it funny. Yeah. <laughs> just slapping across both of them. Well, and like, they actually had to build a new costuming element to do the joke, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, they actually went to effort to make the joke. They, did, it, they were not cutting corners just to get around it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, like, the Ninja very much is a pre-anniversary series. They cut as many corners as they could so they could put more into the next one. And Juozer is like, it's not explicitly like, say, the Gokaiger was. but it's Oh, a lot not at all. Like, it's a lot more like Forze, where you can see thematic things that it's like, oh, okay, I can see where they pulled this or that from. And it, it feels like a Sentai the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way that... It's, but in a trying, way? No, uh, no, 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 no. make me an injury even worse. In a, in a sense that they're trying to, you know, be evocative of that stuff. Which I like, think is a good approach. There's a lot of this you can look at and say, well, it's Gal Ranger. Uh-huh. And that's not really necessarily a bad thing. Or Jetman. Or with, it's been uh, a long time since we've had a Gal Ranger. With, uh, um, yeah, almost 20 years. With the way uh, Yamato's uh, flying power works, it's it's like straight up like Jetman in 2016. <laughs> yeah, but I... Um, Which, uh, of course, they also had with Gal Yellow, yeah. so... Yeah, but that was also Gal Ranger. <laughs> so, that was, 15, that was 16 years ago. Yeah. That was like a long time ago. Yeah, it was. Like 16 years ago. Almost. Uh-huh. God, I feel old. <laughs> um, well, no, Gal Ranger would actually be like what, fifteen years ago? Fifteen. It was two thousand one, right? Because it was the yeah. anniversary year. Ah, uh, yes, right. Yeah, so fifteen years ago. Yeah, it would I mean, since Gal Ranger was an anniversary year. That's what I just said, Fort Max. Yeah. An anniversary of what, though? Uh, I think somebody getting married. Oh, how romantic! Yeah. <laughs> Galpanana. <laughs> <laughs> you show her your Galpanana. That was the memory they shared of the wedding night. Also, the plight of the chicken. I respect it. Do you? <laughs> um. I don't think Ken knows about the plight of the chicken. Ken, were you here for the plight of the chicken? I don't think I was. I, I like I've heard the joke several times, and I just did. You never watch Gal Ranger? I've watched some of Gal Ranger. You should watch more of Gal Ranger. I should. The intro like part about the chicken technique. <laughs> yeah, watch more of Gal Ranger and learn about the play of the chicken. Okay. Learn why Gal Yellow is um, a vegetarian. No, he's not a vegetarian. He just doesn't eat poultry. Well, like there's any other kind of meat in Japan. Fish. 
That's not meat. That's fish. Oh, don't get this. We started in this conversation that I've had with <laughs> with vegetarians who are like, "I'm a vegetarian. I'm going to eat this fish." Like, that's meat. No, that's an fish. Animal. But it's still an animal. It's meat. What do you no, call it? Fish are no more alive than a plant is. Oh my god. Irregardless. Not a word. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear Paladin smiling when he said that anyway. <laughs> I, I call bullshit. That would mean Paladin could smile. <laughs> Damn. Well, okay. Think back on six years of superhero time. Have you ever heard Paladin laugh? Laugh, um, not cough. Um, I don't think so. No. Um, shit. Paladin? Do you laugh? Did your microphone die? What's that? Wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) I think it would surprise the the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah, if you ever want to shock us into silence, Paladin, I think you know what to do now. Strip. Um, no. No thanks. It would be shocking. We wouldn't have anything to say to it. Oh, no, we would. It'd be, put your damn pants back on. Luckily, this is an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, we've already had full frontal nudity. Well, Not this podcast. It was, it was, no, that that was, kind of spot only flies on RFC. Yeah, yeah that, that was RFC, and that was more side nudity. This is a clean podcast. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> something I can't say with a straight face. Well, of course not. It's superhero time. So are we done with everything? <laughs> Please. God. Sound more enthusiastic. I know, right? Well, I guess we'll be back next week for more Dino Charge and Duo Jer. I don't know how we're going to manage two episodes of that and Star Trek next week, but we'll, well see. We won't spend an hour talking uh. about the premiere, so... That's true. Well, with any luck, there won't be any news next week either. And since we won't be, you know, waiting around for Scott to show up to do this, which never happened, we won't also be sitting around until 7 before we start. Or 8. Are you sure? You say that now, and yet. (laughs) No, next week we're starting at 7 Eastern. We'll see. So, be here. Or be square. It's hip to be a square. Cube. You've been listening to Superhero Time. Go to tokupodcast.com for show notes and to listen to previous episodes. Find us on iTunes or download our Android app at tfradio.net slash android. Follow us on Twitter for show updates, weekly power playback, and more at superhero underscore time. Superhero Time is a radio-free Cybertron production. tried to ruin everything on my computer. Yeah, did, right? it be, did it become made of magnets or something? <laughs> well, it felt like that because it's it's one of the, it's something I have sitting on top of my top shelf above my computer. Um, and I sat down, and all of a sudden, it just took a nosedive off of there after sitting up there for years. And 
landed right in one of my cups, or I have, a, I have this cup sitting here, and everything in the cup then went all over my keyboard and my mouse and my headphones and the floor, and yeah. See, Ken, that's, why you, cup? Ken that's why you keep your oil in a bottle and not in a cup. Was a full tomato soup. <laughs> Long story short, I blame XP for that one. <laughs> it was full of Pepto, wasn't it? I'm just kidding. What? No. Pepto-Bismol. No. Soda. They make Pepto-Bismol soda? Ew. You know, it's a shame my grandfather oh, so, died. He probably would have liked that. You know how Pepto-Bismol is always pink? Yeah. yeah. I, when I was having stomach problems a while ago, I found <laughs> some at Walmart that was undyed. It was just white. It's like, okay, that's cool. Uh-huh. Maybe it won't make my shit black. So I take it, I pour it in there, and then, you know, it looks like, you know, the medicine cup full of glue, basically. Glue, okay, that's not, what we're going to go with. Okay. Not that bad. So, you know, I take the shot, I step back down, and I realize, oh, this is why they dye it. Because when this residue of Pepto-Bismol is white and slowly running on the inside of this medicine cup, it also just did a shot of jizz. <laughs> See, that's why I'm surprised you went with the glue thing. I think, I, well, I, I, I'm I, saving the punchline. Right? For the no, I no, I understand it, that it, now, but it, like, it, 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 yeah. You say glue, you know, save it up. Don't don't premature. Right. Superhero time. You can hear our show on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, BlackBerry, or Palm phones. On demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. 